I went to see Pirates this week. Yeah. These two girls behind me would not fucking stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, during the week, like, it, we have to kind of see a movie between, like, 5 and 6 so that I can get to work on time, you know? Yeah. And then during the weekends, if we see a movie, we usually see, like, the early show, and there's usually not a lot of people there, like, 10, 30, 11, you know? But this time, it was, like, at, it was like a 4.30 or 5 show or something. There were, like, all kinds of people there. Did you tell them to shut the hell up or anything? No no altercations? <laughs> I was this close. <laughs> well, Luckily, the mo- now I'm curious what they were talking about. Was it just stupid shit, or was it about the movie? Oh, it was stupid, like, coffeehouse shit. <laughs> it's not fucking social hour fucking pirates so, <laughs> don't don't get between andy and his pirates yeah arg <laughs> i think that should be a thing now every time we mention pirates you have to go arg arg because we're gonna we're gonna get some pirate talk on this show arg. yeah we got two pirate games to talk about arg. yeah <laughs> you, you are doing very well so far one, one of those pirate games i'm excited arg. about <laughs> It's going to be so distracting, but I think it's going to be really hilarious. I'm going to try and sneak the word pirate into everything. Arg. <laughs> See how long you can keep this up. This is rough so far. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's going to be great. Can I Good bank show. him? Good show. Can I bank him and be like, okay, I owe you five args. Arg, 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 arg. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, you know, yeah, I'll allow yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> Because I think it'd be more funny if, like, you don't say it for a while, and then, like, just randomly, you're just you just bust out like five of them all in a row. Maybe I'll even uh, make an arg song. Hello and welcome to another episode of Brian and his Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode, we have the triumphant return of Jeff Vinjan. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a minute there. I thought you were just going to laugh and let it go, and that was going to be it. Uh, and he's pretty much here every week now, uh, Andy Stolls. Arg, vasty landlubbers. <laughs> <laughs> we might be getting a, a lot of that in this episode, I think. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I promise this is the last time that I'll bring it up, but we are at episode 98, so I'm going to say this is your last chance to try to give us any suggestions for topics or questions that you would like us to get in for the 100th. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, search for Brygana Super Friends, go to www.facebook.com slash Friends, or you can hit us up on Twitter, at BG Super Friends, or hit us up by email by sending it to Friends at gmail.com. So this is, this is the last... You know, hurrah for that kind of thing. We're we're gonna be recording probably in two weeks, I think. So I might make one final effort and push for comments, suggestions, and all that stuff on the Facebook page. So if you can, if you see that post, feel free to comment on there or send us a message. One of the two will work. Uh, but yeah, otherwise we're just gonna roll with what we got, which right now is close to nothing. Andy, I think, has a little bit of stuff, but I do, yeah. So well, yeah, we'll roll with that and whatever else we can come up with in the time being. And see what happens. So for this recording, 
uh, at the time of uh, when we're recording, uh, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, or E3, is wrapping up. So if you're not a gamer and you are unfamiliar with what that is, this is the event where video game developers and publishers will announce and showcase all their upcoming games. I've tried to cover this event two times in the past, uh, on other pod, like years past, uh, to varying degrees of success. Uh, I think the first time Jeff was actually on that one, I think it was me, Jeff, and Ian. Uh, last year we tried to talk about it. Ian and Romano were on, and I, I felt like that one hit pretty flat. Uh, Ian was kind of all over the place. Romano didn't know what the hell was going on, so that was a really fun episode. <laughs> so if you wanna if you wanna listen to uh, uh what I would consider probably a train wreck, uh, you can check that one out. Uh, so this is our third attempt. So hopefully we can actually make it sound like we know what we're doing for this one and and have a little bit uh smoother time trying to do this. Um, the only way I can think to do this and try to keep some sort of a structure instead of just going like all over the map with stuff like this uh, is to go through the different briefings and talk about sort of what caught our attention for each one. Uh, so the big briefings that, that the events occurred and, and, and happened at uh, E3, they were held by EA, Microsoft, Bethesda, Ubisoft, Sony, and Nintendo. So that's where we're going to go. Those are our bullet points, and we'll just kind of try to freeform it around their briefings and discussions and see what happens. So, starting with the EA event, uh, was there anything for you guys that uh, caught your attention from EA? Any, anybody can chime in. <laughs> Unless you want me to call on you. We can make it like school. Well, I mean, I think the obvious choice is Battlefront 2. Yes. Do you want to elaborate? Did you Like, what did you see? What did you like? Uh, man, I, the graphics just look unbelievable. Yeah. And it looks like they're trying to write what was wrong with Battlefront 1, which is nice. Uh because Battle <laughs> let's let, let's admit it, Battlefront 1 was pretty flawed when it came out. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily flawed. I think it was just like a sl- a slimmer game. Like there wasn't too much to do. Multiplayer felt pretty I mean, solid, but yeah, it seems like they pushed it out to try and beat the uh right. the movie whenever it came out. So, I mean, they kind of had they kind of had to get it out when they did, and I think that's one of the biggest problems was that it wasn't a complete game, and it took you know having a season pass in order to to have the full game that everybody was expecting. Right. And I don't think a lot of people like that. Uh, I definitely didn't. I still don't own the season pass on Xbox. I do have the full version on PC now, but I still haven't played any of that content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually. Because I bought the game when it came out, and then I was waiting for the season pass to go on sale. The season pass never went on sale. Last year at Christmas, what I ended up doing was they had the Ultimate Edition, which is the full game, and or the game and all the DLC. Like, you get a season pass basically with it. So you get all the DLC right. when you buy the Ultimate Edition. That was on sale for $20 when the season pass was still 50 bucks. So it's like, I don't care if I'm buying the game again if I'm saving $30. Right. So that's what I ended up doing. Um, do you have to, you ne- have to start out everything over again, though? Like No, I mean, it recognized like, all my saves and, all and stuff okay. like that. So it's locked your EA account, then? Well, it's still technically the same game, because you, you have a disc, like the Battlefield... I, I bought a disc, uh, the physical disc copy. Um, oh, okay. I see, So it's, yeah. the, it's the Battlefield disc, and then they battle just front. give you a code. Oh, front. Battle, front. Yeah, front. Battle, Battlefront. <laughs> you play too much battle Battlefield. That's the problem. Yeah, well, they sound very similar. They're made by the same company, so it's it's... Pretty much the same engine, same yeah. everything. Um, so yeah, I had the the Battlefront disc, 
and you know, I, I used that for the game, and then all it came with was a code for the, to redeem the season pass. So you're oh, okay. basically That's... buying the same disc again, okay, and then downloading the season pass content. So yeah, that worked out that all my stuff carried over and was still there. Um, but I know what they talked about. One of the things they're changing is that because of the the kickback against the season pass and people not wanting to pay for all the extra content and stuff like that, it really segregated the audience for the game. Like you had yeah, certain people that agree. only played the the main maps, and there were some like, people that had very core. Stuff, I agree. Yeah. I can't even join now. I, I try to log into the game and I try to play Hoth. Nobody wants to play Hoth at all. Yeah. Yeah, the people that ha- and it's not in you know some people only have certain sections of DLC. They don't have all yep. of it, so they can only play certain packages and not everything. So it it really and like Jeff said, it's it's really hard if you play it now to try to at least on Xbox to try to get uh, some sort of full game together on on specific maps that you want to play. Um, I could only imagine doing like a one v one sniper battle on Hoth. Oh my god! <laughs> a huge map. You're you're both scoping, trying to find each other. <laughs> that just sounds awful. I, yeah, I think it'd be. I think the coolest thing would be if there was some kind of mod and they let uh, they had like uh, battlefield um, con- controlled characters with guns shooting stormtroopers and death. <laughs> that um, would be cool, like a matchup battlefield versus battlefront. Yeah, that'd game. be neat. Yeah. I mean, it's all under the same company. Yeah, if they want to do could. their matchups or mashups, yeah. they could. <laughs> that would be neat. Um, but, but yeah, sort of like what the season it sounds pass. Like, it sounds like they're going to move to that. Yeah, they're going to move to a free DLC model. Right. Yeah. And I think that's mainly because, one, because of the feedback they got from everybody. But two, they don't want to segregate their audience for this one. They want everybody to be able to access the same stuff all the time. So maps that's a that's cool, a big yeah. thing. Some free content updates as far as maps and characters and stuff like that. So right. that's going to be big. Yeah. I wonder how much of it'll be free. If any if all of, I mean is all of it going to be or is it going to be It might just be like one of those microtransaction things where you can buy experience and maybe like guns and stuff, yeah. you know. So it be had like the silver and sort of the GTA kind of model then. In yeah. A sense. Yeah, I mean where most games almost are using that now, free. so yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I'm going to just, this is one of the, like with Andy, this is one of the games that really caught my attention. So this is one of the ones I actually tried to look oh, yeah. into and dig into research and stuff. So I mean, out of everything they announced, this will probably be their top seller. I mean, besides yeah. the, the expansion stuff for Battlefield 1, like the night modes and stuff. But Yeah, that actually looked kind of cool too, but I haven't, I haven't been playing Battlefield 1 too often recently. Plus, I mean, that's... The expansion for Battlefield One is actually going to be something you will have to pay for. So I don't know if I want to pay the fifteen or twenty dollars to be yeah. able to just access that stuff. I don't know. Um, but for Battlefront Two, we're going to get uh, all eras, all three eras. So that's prequel, originally original, and sequel trilogy. All that stuff will be playable. Space battles—they're fully integrating instead of just being one of the downloadable content packages like it was in Battlefront One. Uh, we're getting a full-on single-player campaign, which is already looks freaking incredible. It looks like the single player campaign only is in the uh the current time period, like as in like the current Force, movie time. Force Awakens and Yeah. Like well, I think I Where, read that it's supposed to bridge the gap between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Right. And I I was kind of hoping that it would somehow be all the way across the entire Star Wars experience. I I was excited for that possibility, but Yeah. Um it definitely, I mean, the first announcement kind of proved that it's definitely going to be time period after Return of the Jedi. Which, you know, I guess makes sense. If they're if they're crafting a very good character story, you can't have a character that sort of have, has gone through all three of those eras. 
Yeah. And this is the time period that's probably least explained. Like, we still really have no right. idea what happened in that 30-year gap between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. So any more information I can get in that gap, I'm going to eat up. I wonder if uh, they chose that era because of John Boyega saying that he wished that uh, <laughs> there was a campaign mode and get Battlefront 1. <laughs> he, he was a big proponent of that game, and he was like, Maybe I really wish there was a campaign. Yeah. Yeah, that he, I would... If I were him, I'd lend my voice to it. Did you guys um, watch any of the press conference from EA, or did you just read about or hear about this all all later? Because they had just his read about it. Okay, because during the conference, they when they went to talk about Battlefront Two, uh, someone was talking about the game, and they actually brought up John Boyega's tweet about where was single player in Battlefront One on the screen, and how that much that got retweeted and like uh, became viral for them, and got a lot of fans talking about the game. And he actually sent in a video message saying that Finn and Captain Phasma will be the first free added content to the game as playable characters. Oh, cool. So I would imagine if he's a big, you know, behind the game a lot, I would imagine he's going to voice his character for the game, which would be awesome. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, along with, uh, I think they gave us a trailer and then they did... Uh, there's a, a fi- long game pl- gameplay video. Yeah, there's like a 15-minute... Uh, multiplayer match where they did uh like the battle of feed with uh different youtube content creators they they brought them in to let them stream and film their gameplay so if you want like if you check youtube there's probably all kinds of different perspectives of people playing that multiplayer match and you're just watching their character play it and stuff like that so i watched a couple i i it looks so good it reminds me a lot of battlefront 2 for like the original xbox and ps2 which yeah. that game is still fantastic. So yeah, yeah. This this one has me real hyped. So um, we see basically one map in in all of the footage, right? I mean, yeah. there was really not a whole lot else that was uh, shown off. Um, any idea if we're going to see you know the Gungan battle, <laughs> and if we're going to be able to play as Gungans, maybe? <laughs> I yeah, I don't know if they'd go that far. Can, can you imagine that out in those fields? How cool that would be. That would yeah, be a giant cool. shield. There's just like nothing out there yeah. though. Like I can't imagine what you would see besides just an open field. Yeah, but that'd but be those so neat. Weird dinosaur critters and those yeah. those that weird plasma balls that they are using would be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be neat to to have the shield up and everybody waiting for them to come down <laughs> and walk through. That'd be really yeah. cool. Or even or even the um the actual like arm shields that they had. Yeah, to deflect the droids. You 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 were able to play as droids, if I recall, on the old ones. The the bad guy droids. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you were like, able to be like this. here too, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the gameplay that they that they captured was the clone army, like the the clone troopers against the droid army. So the the separatists were playing as droid characters. Okay, so you could be a super battle droid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't think you were able to do that in the first one. Not I no uh, like Battlefront one for like this generation yeah, of PS4, consoles. Or are you yeah, talking PS, PS4? Yeah, yeah. No, they weren't. No, it was just okay. uh, Empire and Rebels. That was it because it was original trilogy era, and that was okay, it. Okay, that's that's right. Um, is this going to be uh, PS4 and Xbox One, or are yes. they gonna... PC as well? PC? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be everywhere. It'll come to Xbox first through EA Access. You also get, as an EA Access member, I think you get 10% off. Right, okay. 
Are you still? You were part of that at one point, weren't you? I had it for a month to see what it was like. You didn't stick with it. No, there's not a whole lot in that list that I'm interested in playing. If if there is, I already own it. So. Yeah. Was it now for that EA Access stuff? Is it a rotating list of games? Like every month they sub out some and bring in new I don't ones? Think, or? I don't think they've ever removed anything from the vault. Okay. Um, I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I was just kind of curious because I never, I never did the trial or anything for that, so I never actually tried it. There was something where you could sign up with some soccer team in England, and you got a free month of uh, oh. EA Access. <laughs> they got to promote all those EA Sports that they have. Yeah. Yeah, because FIFA and Madden had real big presences. Even yeah, I think NBA Live too, uh, for their conference. I didn't really give a shit about any of those games, so I don't really care if we cover or talk about them. So. <laughs> Unless you guys want to, I don't know if they caught your attention. Nah, I, I what other what Madden other games since you like two thousand one? <laughs> oh, like, um, like FIFA, Madden, yeah, NBA, FIFA, yeah, um, yeah, Madden, FIFA, and NBA. I think because yeah, because they made a big deal about bringing a story mode into Madden. Uh, Be- what? Well, last year they did a story mode for FIFA, so uh, apparently that's what? like that's <laughs> like a good a thing that's happening now. Football games are not enough just to be football games anymore. They have to have some sort of single-player campaign. So we just, like, follow a player's career? Yeah. That seems to be what it is. Huh. Yeah, it's called Long Shot. Is that, yeah. Wait, is that official? I don't know if you're jacking me or not. That's what it says on, uh, on, okay. the, on the thumbnail here. Okay. <laughs> Madden 18, Long Shot, official reveal trailer. All right. It's got a guy looking in a window as oh. reflection. I'll take it. Like I said, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to that. I zo- I zoned out when that stuff was going on. I was just waiting for Battlefront. <laughs> well, really, I mean, Battlefront was was pretty exciting, but then the Anthem looked pretty good too. Yeah, uh, I I was. Um, it looked kind of Destiny ish. Yeah, it yeah. definitely looked like a Destiny ripoff almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they showed I think like a teaser trailer for that, and then they actually showed gameplay for the Microsoft event. Um, but yeah, that gameplay stuff looked awesome, like exosuits and stuff. Yeah, that I think they said were like fully customizable. Really? So, like I'm a I'm a sucker for customizable shit. So if you tell I'm me I can trick out an exosuit, there's probably a lot of different performance related things you can change on too. Yeah, yeah, because it seemed like I think if I remember watching the gameplay, like they when the character you're following gets in, I think it's a female. I think when she gets in her suit, she talks to the guy that's with her. And when he finally, like, lands next to her in the exosuit, she mentions, like, oh, yeah, you put the mortar on, like, your mortar attachment on there. I was like, oh, you can put mortars on your freaking suit? That's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder okay. how big the world is that you're playing in. Yeah, that's what, it, yeah, I don't know how linear that's going to be or if it's completely open world or what. And but... obviously it's a it's a, a different world, so they probably have some spacefaring vehicles to get to other places. So I wonder if there's multiple worlds kind of like Destiny as well. Yeah. Yeah, cause he, yeah, I, I'd that'd be really cool. I, I don't know how long. It's not even next, like this year, right? We're gonna have to. They didn't even say release date or anything for that. I, I don't think. I, I believe there is one. Yeah, I would guess twenty eighteen. Yeah, maybe maybe Christmas twenty eighteen. That's just a guess. Yeah, I mean fall is a good guess time period release window because everybody likes to get their stuff out before Christmas. Well, it seems like they're pretty serious about it. I think everybody wants a Destiny. You know, every every company wants their Destiny oh, yeah. product. And I think, um, honestly, I think some of the titles coming out are going to be like that for those companies. Uh, it, it could be that that Rare strikes gold with uh, their stuff. And you never know. 
But um, I think that's what they want is, is people constantly playing a game and doing microtransactions. I don't know how widely multiplayer this anthem is, though. I didn't really look into it too deeply. But it seems it like more... Sort of, like, I don't know if there's going to be PvP stuff. If there is, they obviously didn't show that. Um, but there was definite co-op going on. Yeah. It looked like two to four players, because I think at the end of that trailer, they call in help for whatever mission they try to go on, and it's definitely four of them marching somewhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that I think that'd be really cool. Plus, you just like it looks like you just feel like Iron Man flying around in your exosuit <laughs> places. The only thing I didn't like is it went from flying vertically to to forward like a little too quickly like it's like it's just (laughs) and there's no like aerodynamics there's no downward thrust occurring you know what i mean so i don't know if it's maybe a lower gravity gravity world because i saw in a couple spots in the trailer that there was these really straight strangely shaped mountains that were kind of like v-shaped and had just a little part that was connected so that might be an explanation for why this uh these suits work so well is that it's a pretty low gravity place Okay. Yeah, I didn't even catch that. So that was a good eye. Um, anything? But if they go to different worlds, that kind of makes that not really that much of a point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am curious to see how open it is because we didn't like we got some details. We didn't get a lot of details because this is the first reveal of the game. This is the, it's the first big, I've heard of it. But I mean, if there's a single player component to it, they can make it look as big as they want if you can't get to those spots. But I mean, you have a flying suit, so obviously it's all going to be accessible because you can get there with your little flying suit. So I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully it's not like flying and then you hit an invisible wall. Cause that would be really, really bad. I was wondering if it was kind of like, maybe they'll have some kind of BS explanation as why you can't go somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, if you go there, you'll get shot down right away. <laughs> like force, like they put force fields up around certain things or something. So you can't yeah. fly in there. Or kind of like Tom Cruise's Oblivion, where these zones, you know, like, oh, you'll die if you go in there. Yeah. (laughs) Toxic, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's story reasons. They can make story reasons why you can't go to certain places. I would would buy that. Um, Anything else for EA that caught your guys' attention? Yes, definitely. A way out. Um, The jailbreak game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that was unique. Looked pretty neat. And that's the, I think... I think they said you could do it single player, but it's meant to be as a co-op. Yeah. yeah. I would think this will probably be pretty linear. This will almost be um, along the lines of watching a movie, I would yeah. guess. Um, doesn't really have a lot of replay value, but it could be pretty neat. Well, I think they said it's meant for, like, there's no online matchmaking. So if you play online, it has to be with a friend. Yeah. Or you play couch co-op. Like, that's the only way you can get another person in there with you. So I thought that was pretty interesting, that they're not allowing yeah. matchmaking. It kind of has like an Alan Wake look to it in all the pictures I've seen of it, which is kind of strange. But um, I, I think it would be pretty cool to play, but I don't know if I'll play if I'll pay for a game just for a one-time thing, although I did pay for um, Firewatch. I actually really enjoyed Firewatch. But I'm thinking it's along those lines where you kind of play through once and you say, well, that was fun. <laughs> Then yeah, you put it, it on your be. shelf and never look at it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Andy, did you see that one? I saw the I read the um article about it, but I didn't actually watch the video. Okay. Uh didn't pique your interest at all? Uh it looked interesting, but it it's kinda like one of those um keep qu- or 
keep talking or you both will die or whatever I, I think it's gonna outlive it's it's not gonna outlive it's um interest you know it's just like you guys said it's just gonna be something i'll play for a yeah. little while and put back <laughs> i yeah. think unless they come up with some kind of truly outstanding story um along the lines of say the last of us um i don't see this being something that sticks with people or i, I don't think we talked about this you know right within six months of it coming out i don't so yeah, we'll have to see maybe what the reviews are and stuff like that. I don't I don't know if it's like I like my co op games. I just don't know if that's something I can get into or can convince someone else to get into with me to play. Did it look like it was more um puzzle solving? Yeah, it seemed kinda of like timed type stuff. Um you know, uh both of you have to complete two different things at once to get things, you know, in the way that you can get out of something. Okay. Um, and it a lot looked, of uh, stealth. It looked unique in the fact that the screen that you're looking at is split down the middle. Like, regardless of which character you're playing, you are seeing both characters on screen, but you're only controlling one. So you can see what the other player is doing and try to work around that or with that or however, you know, the co-op system works. Well, I would think that would be the case um, in either way. I mean, do you mean that even if you play co-op, online you're going to see the other person's screen that was the impression i got i think every really? video gameplay that i'd seen that shows both characters on screen with it split down the middle hmm. so do you think someone in creating this game was like oh i really like that escape room maybe we'll just do a virtual one yeah some it could be <laughs> i mean yeah, if like, that's they, what if that's what it's like, I would probably buy this, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think they showed uh, like other gameplay besides stuff in the prison, so there seems to be more to the story besides just breaking out of prison. Oh, yeah, it seemed like a lot. A lot. Uh, they're on the run afterwards. And everything, so. Yeah, so I don't know prison how all that like works it might inside. only be the first third of the game, maybe the first fourth. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be interesting just to see where the story goes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so... There was Need for Speed payback, but I don't know how much I want to get into that. Yeah, I the Need for Speed game, for, for me at least, I haven't got into the last couple. Um, you can, literally, the last Need for Speed that was supposed to be sort of like underground, like customizing your cars and racing at night, street racing and all that stuff, you can get the deluxe edition of that game for like under 20 bucks, for like 15 or $10. It, it seems like it's on sale all the time. So that game didn't sell really well. I don't know how I feel about this one. It just I think they they hype it as like an open world story driven game, which I I don't know how all that's gonna work. It just kinda looks like it's trying to be fast and furious, but still doesn't live up to fast and furious. Yeah, I've stopped following Need for Speed for years now. It just seems like it's almost the same game every time you play it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the the car customization looks cool. Like I think they do that pretty well compared to other games, but I, I feel like that's something that just gets stale after a while. I mean, I haven't played a Need for Speed game in years and years. Is it basically just like playing, um, like the old arcade machines that had it, like or, or uh, like Cruising USA kind of thing? I mean, yeah, basically the same thing. Yeah, I guess it, it feels a little bit more in line with that now. At least the ones that I remember playing. Probably dating um, myself by saying Cruising <laughs> USA. <laughs> I like those games. But yeah, it's def- it's definitely like an arcade racer. It's not it's not simulation. You're not trying to to race accurately or anything like that. It's all about the action and and fast-paced driving and stuff like that. And 
the trailer they showed for this one is trying to add in explosion effects and like heist missions and stuff to amp up the action, but I, I, I don't know. That just, so is it, it trying to be GTA? N- no, not ju- I'd put no. more towards like a, a Fast and Furious style game. Okay. Where they're trying to focus on the cars, but missions around cars. Yeah, nobody can get out of their cars and that's where the crew, which yeah. also was announced. There's a new crew coming. Yeah, and I, I played the first one of that and I didn't think that was all that great. I got it for free on Games with Gold. Right, yeah, I, that's why I, I have too. installed it. <laughs> I you know, I tried it, I played it for a little bit, and that's another one that tries to set up a story for you, and I didn't give one two fucks about that story yeah. that they tried to do. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, my brother, he races, and now he's yeah. kidnapped or something. Yeah, yeah. it was it was nice. really lame. Racing's not that important. Well, at the same time, sort of like, Jeff, what you're talking about, I after playing Grand Theft Auto, which I think actually has a pretty solid racing mechanic, and GTA will let you drive around as long as you want, and then you can get out of the car and do other yeah. stuff. you don't feel trapped. So, like, yeah, The crew has play... an amazing world. It has an amazing world. You can drive all the way from Miami to L.A., and it's like, wow, you know? There's nothing in it yeah. at all. <laughs> they put ramps in like certain cars to find, but that's it. Yep. So yeah, when you drive, when you're done driving around and you get bored driving around, there's nothing left to do but drive around some more because you can't get out of your car. Yeah, Thank God in, you got it for free, though. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I wouldn't have bought it otherwise. Well, the only way I I played it early because they had like a open preview or something that you could play, and I I played that a little bit when it first came out. You that was before GTA was available games, man. for. When GTA was available for, um, it was before GTA was available for Xbox One. So I was thought, well, maybe this will tide me over until GTA finally comes out. Because my Xbox 360 broke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> yeah, they tend to do that. Yeah. It was on my birthday. Oh, sad Even day. worse, yeah. <laughs> Red Ring? Yeah. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Was that the only Xbox 360 that broke on you, or did you go through a couple? No, that was that was my original one I got like a year after it came out. Yeah, all right, so it lasted nice. pretty long. Then. Yeah, it was one of those old white ones. Damn. I think I went through like three Xbox 360s. Well, I took really great care of it, and then it was in a cabinet, um, and I forgot to open the door, and I think that's what did it. Uh, oh, it just trapping all the heat in there. Yeah. yeah, they could do it. It might still be working today if I didn't do that. <laughs> Um, anything else for EA for you guys? I think we hit everything. I, the only two I had was Battlefront and Need for Speed. I think those are the only two that really caught my attention. Yeah. And we mentioned the battle Battlefield stuff, so I don't think we need to talk about that. Yeah, that again, I, yeah. I'm a fan of the Battlefield franchise. I do like Battlefield 1, even though I haven't played it much, or at least recently. Um, but yeah, the trailer for the expansion got me hyped. It's It's something I'd like to get. I just don't know if I would want to pay on top of it if it goes on sale like for 10 bucks or something i'd probably grab it but i don't know yeah. if i'd pay full dlc price of 15 or 20 dollars whatever it is yeah the only thing i can think of uh for ea is um i was really close to buying the game pass for uh um battlefront one you know yeah and then i started seeing like leaks and trailers and rumors of battlefront 2 and i'm like why would i pay for this now when <laughs> battlefront 2 is coming out so i just i they they started announcing Battlefront two before you even got like Rogue One DLC for Battlefront one. It's, yeah, it's, it just it seemed like they jacked up that whole thing because I, I was just like, well, why would I spend any more money on Battlefront one if if they've already moved on? <laughs> 
Well, it yeah, depends, they, I guess. Battlefront, uh, the first Battlefront was on sale through Origin last week for $10 for the unlimited edition that has everything. Wow. So that's why I ended up getting it. So I said, 10 bucks, I'll have the whole game then. So Yeah, I'm trying to look and confirm, because I'm pretty sure it's on sale through Xbox this week, too. Really? For the, for the same price. Let's see if I even have Origin on this machine. I don't know if it's still on sale or not. But I guess Andy, you have the you're looking at the PlayStation deals, right? Because you have your it's for you have it for PS4. PS4, yeah. Well, if you want to get it for Xbox, uh, the Ultimate Edition is on sale this week up through Monday. So by the time this this episode goes out, the sale will be ending or over. <laughs> but uh, for any of us here, wait, come on, load the damn thing. Yeah, Star Wars well, Battlefront much? Ultimate Edition, ten dollars through Xbox yeah, Live. So, yeah, you can get the whole thing. Yeah, I just. I, I think I'll probably just wait for Battlefront 2. Yeah. You going to be able to hold yourself over till November? If you try to jump in now, you're you're just going to get one-shotted by everybody jumping up in the air, and it, it's terrible. <laughs> the only people left playing that game are the ones that are really good at it. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that happens with most, ga- most games after, the you know, near the end of their lifespan and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. All right, so should we move on to Microsoft? Sure. Sweet. Uh, all right. So Microsoft was the next event. Um, if you're following video games at all, you'll probably know that Microsoft has been working on an upgraded console, which up until the beginning of this event was called Project Scorpio. So once the show opened, they actually debuted the console in its new name, which is Xbox One X. It is labeled as the most powerful console ever made. So everybody's um, grandma is going to buy them an Xbox One S because they're <laughs> going to hear wrong this year. Yeah, that's what I mean. The names are very similar, and people even doing interviews were mixing them up too. They were saying S's instead of X's. So yeah, yeah it's, it's well, they, I, I they like sort the of... idea that you say Zox, you know, XOX. Oh, I got you. Okay. And everybody I've talked to has said the same thing, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I thought I heard people calling it the Triple X. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that'll work too. Yeah, but give it better abbreviations X's. than the actual name. Uh, there are three X's in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they did release specs. It might not mean too much to me, but for people out there, uh, six teraflop GPU, twelve gigabytes GDDR5 memory, uh, three hundred twenty-six gigabyte, gigabytes per second memory bandwidth, uh, liquid-cooled vapor chamber to keep it from overheating. It's supposed to display in true 4K, which is eight million plus pixels. Uh, formatted for HDR, Dolby Atmos sound, 4K Blu-ray player included. Release date is November 7th this year, and the price point is $500, $499. Now that puts it $100 more than the PS4 Pro, which is PS, which is Sony's 4K machine. I wasn't sure if they would actually take a like a price hit and do 400 just to stick it to Sony. I, I really thought if if they priced the Xbox One X at 400 that I think it might actually outsell Sony, but since it's $100 more, I don't know. I agree with you. I was I was really hoping for 399 myself. Yeah. Um, as soon as they popped that up, I said, hey, I don't know about this now. I think it's the highest they could go and still have people buy it. If it was 600 nobody would have bought they it. They shouldn't be aiming for that, in my opinion, at all. <laughs> well, what I, they should have been aiming for was the lowest they could go and not you know, kill themselves um, and then let the people buy it if they want to buy it, and I think three, I think four forty nine would have been a really great spot to be. That's true. Yeah, put it right in the middle. Because I mean, we know that this is 
much more powerful than a PlayStation Pro. I mean, yeah. but most people don't. Uh, most people are going to see, oh, this one does 4K too. Well, what's the difference? You know, and no sales rep. I mean, no one listens to sales reps or anything in the in a, in a GameStop. I mean, yeah. I know <laughs> as soon as I see somebody coming toward me, I'm like, get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Just looking. Just looking. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? Cause, what are cause you here they're for? Always, uh, yeah, nothing. they're always like pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. No, I don't want to yeah. fucking pre-order anything. <laughs> pre-order so, this. I mean, <laughs> with, with that price point, at least, uh, I don't think we're going to have a shortage. I think we're going to have enough of these sitting in, on the shelves. We can find them. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a good point. It'll be so, out there if you want one. So come, this, is this fall. This isn't next gen, right? No, Correct. It's supposed to be considered current gen, but this is what like six times more powerful than the existing Xbox One. Something like that. I mean, that sounds like a generation jump to me. Well, they they continually mention it is part of the Xbox One family, which yeah. means all the games and accessories you already own for Xbox One work with this console. But if you have an Xbox One S, it uses the same power cords and everything that the Xbox One S does. So really, all you'd have to do is change out the the console itself. Yeah. So the thing about that is, if they've changed their their plans for you know new console gens to be everything's always backwards compatible, then this would be just another line in that in that line of consoles. So technically, it is next gen, but at the same time, with the backwards compatibility, you can't really say that it is because normally you have to buy a new controller. Normally, you can't just take all your existing games and throw them in the new one. Right. Um, but I think, really, looking at the power of this thing, I would consider it next gen in a sense. Yeah, but at the same time, it does seem more appealing because you don't have to start from scratch. You can use your existing yep. games and accessories. Because, I mean, look, look what we were just talking about. My 360 died, and I I couldn't play GTA for like a year and a half or something like that yeah. because I had to wait for it to come around to be on Xbox One. And in this case, I could just throw the disc right in the new system in yep. November, no problems. Whether or not they they patch it and let you, you know, have better uh, textures or better graphics for GTA in the future, who knows? But for right now, that it would work out of the box. I guess. Yeah, so. that would that would be down to the publisher of the games wouldn't it to, yeah. whether or not they would release an, a triple x patch for any of the games well this is I mean, what you, i found you, you, no sorry think, go ahead andy yeah you would think that like um launch titles of xbox one wouldn't really transcend to the triple x very well or the zox or whatever you guys want to call it well they um this is what I found interesting. They did mention they they threw out like four or five titles that I think are first party games, like Gears of War four, Forza Horizon three, uh, and a couple others. They said they're getting free up like updates to support four K graphics and and the power of the Xbox One. Now the fact that they threw out free updates, what the fuck does that mean for other games that need a four K update? Do you have to pay to get some sort of a four K update to your game? That would yeah, suck. almost like. 4K DLC. Yeah. Um, and how much is so that like going to cost? They, uh, Rockstar says, hey, no, you can't you can't have the cool, like, we're, we're going to add even more traffic. We're going to add even more people on the streets. We're going to add the ability to upscale it to 4K and the, the textures on some of the stuff that look bad we're going to fix. You know, but you got to buy that. And what if it's, what if it's like more than $10? There's no way I'm paying that. <laughs> right. Yeah, is it going to be worth it, whatever they want to charge, just to get yeah. a graphical upgrade? Like, I can almost I, guarantee it's going to be smoother on this machine. I mean, oh, yeah. 
the slowdowns aren't going to happen. It's going to be a more solid frame rate. The loading is going to be better because there's more RAM they're going to be able to leverage. Supposedly, they're going to be able to leverage RAM that's not used as a cache. So any any normal Xbox One game played on this system will have that cache, I guess, by default. So that should improve gameplay in general for everybody. Yeah. Plus, the hard drive is actually faster on this machine as well. Yeah, it's got a lot of things going for it. So I guess, well, let's put it this way. The main question is, for $500... Will you be buying one come the fall? No. I bet I'll buy one in the spring. I would not be surprised if by the spring they drop at 50 bucks. Yep. And Red Dead Redemption comes out in the spring, supposedly. Oh, true. And Sea yeah. of Thieves will be out in the spring, supposedly. So, really, there's nothing that I'm looking to play on this thing that I want upscaled. You know, I think Red Dead is my, my main... It's probably my killer app for one of these new machines because yeah. I want to see what it looks like, what it's supposed to look like. So now that they that this is coming out, the, a lot of the publishers will be programming to make use of all of this power for this new Triple X, right? So yeah. if you have just a regular Xbox One and you're buying these new games, does it scale down? Is are you going to get much? You know what I mean. And that was a question I asked, I think, last year when they first announced the Scorpio was coming. Is like right. how I, the 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 logic of it didn't make sense to me that existing games will work on the on the newer 4K machine, and then games that are made for the 4K machine somehow work still for the original Xbox One, but they can't look as good as the 4K, which is probably what they were programmed to do. So yeah, it was. A, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of crossover in the beginning, but I think if we're realistic, there are going to be some Scorpio exclusives at some. I mean, they keep saying there are not going to, but I really do think that at some point you're going to see in a box that it's going to require Xbox One X in order to, you know, do one thing or the other. So or maybe, maybe maybe it'll just have like an Xbox One X recommend stamp yeah. on it. Oh uh, yeah, okay. But I mean, I don't know. Whenever they had uh, Destiny first came out, um, there was a little bit less, you know, shrubbery in the uh, in the landscape, I guess. In, on the Xbox One version because of the small difference of the PlayStation at the time. Okay. So, I mean, they could do something along those lines, just a lot more noticeable. Um, so you're going to see a 30, you know, a 900p game at 30 frames per second instead of a 4K game at, at a solid 30 or a 4K game at solid 60 frames per second. Um, somebody on the Xbox One is going to have a little bit less of an experience as far as games go right. but i mean most of these people this is this experience that they're having already um i mean most people probably p- play on on a smaller tv um they don't notice the kind of detail loss that they might be missing so right yeah the only console this or the only person this console probably benefits is the people that play on the big 65 70 inch tvs have 4k displays and can see the detail that this console is supposed to do if you're playing on you know 32 40 inch television in your bedroom with just a regular xbox one you probably won't notice a difference if you switch to the xbox one x and yep. try to play the same thing yeah i've got a 60 inch 4k and that does make me want to buy this but yeah so you're ready that to go, being then. said i don't i don't know if my if that tv can even handle 60 frames per second <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea i've never hooked i have nothing to hook up to it honestly I don't have a 4K Blu-ray player, which that's another benefit of this thing. Oh, yeah. So, 
Yeah, if you're paying, you know, $200, $300, $400 for just a straight-up Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray player, and you pay $500 for a video game console that also does 4K Blu-rays, that seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah, the only thing I have in 4K is Netflix, and that's straight through the TV. Okay. Until, you know, until I get some kind of box that can do everything else, um, that's pretty much all I have in 4K. I mean, that this can do 4K. I don't know if the I, I believe they haven't mentioned it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be able to do 4K YouTube. It'll be able to do 4K um, Hulu once they have that. Yeah, I think if the apps support 4K, I think if you if you run them through there, I think that that will work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as uh. You know, you guys answered whether or not you get one. I'm sort of on the lines with Jeff. If if it drops in price, maybe fifty bucks or even to three hundred, uh, it would be very hard for me to pass it up because I would definitely like to try this out and and see how this works. I don't yeah. see a hundred dollar difference for at least another year after it's been released. Right? I, I yeah, know I that agree. If they did that, that would be a slap in the face. Everybody did go out and buy it. Yeah, I could see a fifty dollar decrease um, after the holiday. That so that would be my guess. It's probably just going to depend how much I want to wait. If I start hearing really good things after Christmas from people maybe that have one or, or reading online reviews or anything like that for people that have played it, um, and they drop it 50 bucks, that might be enough for me to just pull the trigger and get one. Well, I'm hoping that there's some kind of skew in the, in the spring that's like, you know, four ninety nine total, but you get, say, Red Dead Redemption with that, and maybe some other game that's out at the time. Um, so that might be... That might be worth it. I case. think there's uh, a lot of people online that are looking for the Xbox One X to be packaged with an Xbox Elite controller. Yeah, that'd be neat too. What is an Xbox Elite controller? Uh, right now, I think it's a $150 controller that has paddles on the back, like for you, so you can use extra fingers instead of like when you're wrapping around the controller, you can use your fingers in the back of the controller to map buttons to. So you can use the paddles for extra buttons. You get, the controller is fully mappable. Like you can map any button to any configuration you want for any game. Yeah, regardless of whether the game supports button mapping or not. Huh. Um, anybody that I like, I think a friend of mine, uh, Don, who I play with on Xbox, uh, he has one and he swears by it. He loves the damn thing. So. Well, if I'm gonna spend that kind of money on a controller, I'd probably say I love it too. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the thing. I think you know if you're if you're promoting this console as like the elite console for Xbox owners and hardcore gamers, to package your elite controller that is targeted towards hardcore gamers, that that could be a good selling point. I think for them. Um. All right. So I think we covered the console pretty well. Uh, any of the games from their conference that stood out to you guys? Well, I mean, there was a number of games. I mean, <laughs> they did they go had, through a lot ton of um indie titles that's pretty much everybody seems to be complaining about is that all of their uh all of their exclusives tend to be smaller things that aren't exactly something people get excited about um i know for a fact i mean i don't know i'm not gonna buy a dragon ball game (laughs) you know i know a couple of friends that might be excited about the dragon ball game basically because it looked like playing it one of the episodes of the television show yeah, and I mean, that's great, but it's no, you know, days gone. You know, it's no, like, uh, big-time game that you're going to get real excited about. I don't know, they had a couple of exclusives I thought that they nailed. Like, Crackdown 3 still exists. I'm pretty excited yeah, about that one. Yeah, but 
I was disappointed though because I mean when they show the trailers, you don't see the the destruction in the, in the physics That's that true. they showed last yeah. time. And I'm wondering if they took that out and just aren't saying anything about it. Well, it's a, I think the the trailer they showed with Terry Crews, he specifically mentions bringing down buildings, so I think the destructibility still has to be there. Yeah, but is it going to be down to destructibility like Battlefield Four, or is it going to be more like? What they showed in the original, like leveling entire cities, basically. Yeah, just you take out like one beam on a on a building, and the whole thing starts to collapse. But yeah, we'll have to see maybe because that's that that release date that they actually showed is the same date that the Xbox One X comes out. Uh, so Crackdown Three is basically like a launch title for that console. Um, so we'll see between now and then. Maybe they'll give us some more details and trailers to show some of that destructibility, which would be cool. So. How crazy is it that last time I was... I mean, I think I was on some Star Wars podcast in between, but last time I was on an EA or an E3 podcast with you, I was all excited about Cuphead. <laughs> and it's still not out. Yep. But we do get it September 29th. So. Yeah, they finally gave us a release date for that one. So two I years later... What, did they say a price by any chance? I don't know. I don't I remember seeing one. Bucks no. But... Because I think they're they're sort of hyping it as almost like an arcade game or an indie game, yeah. right? So I would think thirty bucks. Yeah, probably thirty nine ninety nine. Knowing them, but. Um, the other one I think that got me because I've been watching a lot of people play it on PC was seeing that Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is going to be an Xbox exclusive for yeah, consoles. That's, that's pretty neat. Um, one of my friends is a big time fan of that game. He's he got it on early access on Steam. Yeah, I think that'd be really. I don't think I could play that by myself, but if me and a couple friends played that, I would. I would be all about that. I think that looks really, really fun. Yeah. Andy, do you know like anything the, about uh, that game? What it's called? Player Unknown. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Mm, no. So basically, it's a giant like level, and there's there's some towns and there's vehicles and there's random gun spawns and some of the buildings, but everybody starts and they they actually um, parachute down onto the island, and Everybody is trying to scramble for guns so that when they run into each other, they can kill each other. But also, there's a playable area that shrinks over time. And it's like an electric force field that you can see. So it's almost like the Hunger Games in a sense. I was going to say, that sounds like the Hunger Games. <laughs> it starts shrinking things in so that everybody has to be pulled toward the center. And at the end, you either have one of two things, from what I've seen on Twitch, is you either have one of two things. You have everybody in cars chasing each other around, trying to push each other out of the zone. <laughs> Or you have, like, a giant gunfight and everybody dies. <laughs> it's, it's pretty It's pretty fun from the looks of it, um, but I don't own it. I've only seen it on Twitch. Yeah, I've only watched the gameplay, too, but it seems like people have a ball playing it. It's basically like the ultimate game of King of the Hill. Okay. Yep. Like you you want to be the last man standing. And that could classify, yeah. like, if it's you and your team, if, if one of your team members survives to the end, then you guys win. Are we talking, like, new... Sci-fi type weapons, or are we no, talking no, more standard, just like yeah, your standard shotgun? You can get like a 1911 and just... yeah, M16s, shotguns. Okay. Yeah, and they parachute you into stuff. this island, and it's there's a hundred people on the island, and you just have to whittle, whittle it down to being the last one alive. Okay. Boy, boy, would that be exciting if it was actually if you managed to to win a round? <laughs> oh, I know, I'd I'd lose my shit. I don't I think, think I'm ever gonna. I don't <laughs> so think it's how ever long... gonna happen for me. Is there like a time limit? Oh, I guess there would be a time limit since yeah. Trace, I think but it's like, like I think like they last about twenty minutes or okay. so. Yeah, I was gonna say twenty between twenty and thirty minutes probably. It seems like the shrinking is a lot slower in the beginning. 
yeah. and then it starts really speeding up. But you have so. to pick up like you have to pick up backpacks to be able to store the gear that you have, and depending on the level of the backpack is depending on how much gear you can carry. You have to pick up like bulletproof vests, uh, any guns and ammo. Like you really have to conserve ammo and pick up the right type of ammo for the right type of guns. Huh. Um, health sounds, packs, stamina packs, energy drinks, all that stuff comes into play. Cool. So is it full price until, game. Like I I don't know because I don't know what it was for the Jeff. Do you know what it cost for the uh, PC? Yeah, I'm gonna check it out right now. Um, up until recently, though, there was no jumping and there was no climbing. So oh, okay. they just added jumping and climbing to the game. So now you don't have to, uh, if you're inside a building, you don't have to find your way all the way back out. Yeah, because all the buildings you can go into, that's basically where you're finding all your loot and gear. And then it's just like trying to find the high ground and, and pick off people when you see them. Or just hide somewhere and let everybody pick each other off and then just pop out yeah, at the end and kill everybody. I think it only works for a little bit, though, because the, the boundaries, unless you happen to be randomly in the one spot where the boundaries shrink down too, which is impossible to determine in the beginning. Yeah, right. Um, you're, you're stuck, so... I think it's on my wish list here. <laughs> Do they have um, radar or... Uh... There is a radar. You have a map that shows a circle and it's shrinking down. and there, There's a blue line and a white line. Um, the blue line is what the next the next place where the white line is going to be. So you okay. have to get into the circle before everything shrinks down on you. And uh, if you, like, let's say you notice somebody in front of you, like, hiding behind a dumpster, does that, does a red dot appear on your little mini-map? Or? I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't think there's player indicators. It's like, $30 can... on Steam. Okay, no, that's yeah, that's not too bad. I don't um, know if it's still considered early. Yeah, it's early access, so if you buy it later, it's going to probably be at full price. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll see what it is because it's only the one map, right? It's just the one island over and over and over again. So, I don't believe there's more than one location. I've watched um, a lot of Steam or a lot of uh, Twitch streams, and I, I have not noticed. I wonder if the island changes, like the landscapes and the buildings change, maybe. Well, they're supposed to add weather as well. That's another thing they're adding. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Of course, I didn't look at the release date. I don't know what. It, I think it's supposed to come out this year. I think for Xbox. I just don't remember what the date was um but yeah it, i mean it's one that caught my attention again because i was watching it online i think it looks really cool i think that'd be a really fun co-op game with friends so if, you know either of you if you want to get that and play it let me know because i'm, I'm game. <laughs> we'll see, see if we can out. see if we can survive to the end here let's see uh battlegrounds xbox release date nothing <laughs> um so uh was sea of thieves one of the microsoft announcements or uh, they uh, I guess some... not necessarily an announcement but showing more gameplay yeah they showed a long gameplay um kind of trailer with a voiceover that everybody hated <laughs> well, i think i don't uh, know the gameplay looked pretty cool like with the sharks and uh the skeletons and stuff like that i think jeff has the inside scoop on this one right jeff yeah actually i'm i'm in the uh, the closed alpha. Oh, no way. So without incriminating myself <laughs> from my non-disclosure agreement, um, I can say it's actually a pretty fun game. Um, they have a lot of work to do, though. They don't actually um, make you sign an NDA, do they? They they say there's an NDA, but I didn't sign anything else on my. Okay. <laughs> yes. Sign here, fax it. 
<laughs> <laughs> but did you have to press X where you like agree to the terms of service because yeah. that might yeah. be included? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, really, I mean, there's not a lot to it though that they've not shown in, in previous. I mean, everything that I've played, you've seen in, in video, um, including this uh, this walkthrough that they did. Um, I actually just got to play uh, the thing where you go inside the sunken ship that they showed on on the um, okay on the video. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, the ship wasn't actually, uh, I don't know if I'm if I'm breaking my NDA by saying this, but the ship wasn't actually on the bottom. It was just kind of floating upside down. It's kind of strange. <laughs> huh. But uh, the storms were, were pretty incredible. Uh, it was pretty neat when I was at the wheel because it was dragging the wheel left and right. It was pretty neat. Um, but I could see how the storms would be useful if you were being chased by somebody. You could probably, probably fl- uh, sail into one of the storms and, and lose them. So I think it's it's going to be pretty neat. I just think they need some content, um, and I, I they haven't demoed any of that yet. So yeah, I think that we'll was my biggest happens. concern is is when is it going to get stale? Just sailing around and going to islands and trying to treasure hunt. Like and I feel like does. that would be fun for a while, but it does I, right now. I mean, it, once the nostalgia of hey, I'm I'm crewing a ship with my friends. Well, people I've randomly met on the internet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, once that re- wears off, I mean. There is no meat to it yet. It is an alpha, so I mean, really, that's that's what it, where it comes down to. Is, I mean, do uh, you consider yourself a pirate? Art. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if I get you on that one. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the funny thing. It's like uh, my crew would be like, I, I'd say, well, we're, we got the whole ship full of treasure here. We don't want to go after somebody and lose all our treasure. And they're like, well, we don't have, we don't have nothing to spend it on yet because the alpha doesn't have any content yet. So, and then the other guy's like, hey, screw it, we're pirates, we're supposed to attack you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Andy, and, I think this is Until they figure something I, out like that. I, I've been sending Andy updates on this game, because he, he primarily plays on PS4, so I keep trying to bring him over more to the Xbox fold. And I figure this this is the one the way to do it, give him a pirate game. Arg. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, there's another pirate game coming out on PlayStation. <laughs> So, hence the uh, heavy emphasis on pirates. <laughs> um, Andy, you want to jump in here? What do you What do you think about Sea of Thieves? I think it looks really cool. I like the uh, how you kind of have to work together with a lot of your uh, uh, teammates and and whatnot. Um, the treasure hunting looks pretty cool. Uh, I thought the um, I don't know if it was like a, a riddle map or something where every time you completed a different riddle, another line of the riddle would come down and you'd have to figure that part out. That yeah. looked pretty neat. The um, the combat looks pretty basic. It didn't look like there yeah. was too much going on there. Just They're going to need fire. to figure out a way to... Uh, Maybe get some uh, sword play in there that would be... Well, there cool. are swords, um, but they're going to have to figure out a way to, to have some more guns for everybody. I mean, there's not... I, again, I'm probably breaking my thing here, but there's two guns right now, so I don't know. If, I don't know if they're gonna what, end up making that. Or something? They keep saying though that they want it to. Wow, there's a storm coming. Yeah. Um, they keep saying that they they want say a new pirate to Herg. you know <laughs> be able to take on an existing one that's been that's been playing a whole lot, you know. That's the thing about some of these games. You unlock all these good guns and stuff, and you try to join, and you just get wasted. Oh, true, yeah. So I'm hoping that they figure some way, 
some way out to do that. But I, I'm I'm kind of dubious as to how they're going to do that though, because they keep saying no level system and no um, no skills or progression system. So I don't know how people are going to keep coming back day in and day out and play this game if there's nothing for you to earn. Right. Yeah, and there's there's no, like if you are like a player from day one and you pretty much log on or getting smoked by people who just got the game, there's like no reward for playing it more. Because you know, that's part of the fun of those progression type games is you get the good gun and like you've played it longer, you know how to use that type of stuff. I mean, we even I like understand. ship upgrades or something. Like you might have like more cannons or something on your ship to be able to get other ships. Cool. Yeah, I don't know how the ships are going to work either. That's the other thing is um, sort of the team's just given the ship when you start. I don't know if it's going to be different. Maybe the maybe the host uses their ship. As as the team ship, I don't, I don't know. I would think that that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then you probably can deck your ship out with different things. Uh, maybe maybe you could add cannons. Maybe you get a bigger one. Um, or different shots from the cannon, like uh, yeah, grape shot or anything like that. I mean, there has to be ways to customize your ship because if you're going to roll right. around with that thing for that long, like to be able to pimp it out and do stuff with it, it's 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 got to be part of the player progression somehow. Right. Um. I kind of wish, I guess, that the that the the um, graphics weren't as cartoony as they are. Uh, okay. Well, I think that's supposed to be the uh, the theme, though. I mean, it's meant to be it's meant to be a, a cartoon pirate game in a sense. Arg. So, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, the thing is, though. If you look at any of the videos, you can see. I'm just saying that for any possible NDA related. <laughs> if you look at the videos, the the water looks incredible, and it's not a cartoon. So it's kind of strange that there's cartoon everything, and then this beautiful, crystal clear, amazing water that could be used in like a Titanic CGI water part of the movie. Hmm. So. It is kind of odd to me that the water... I mean, the water looks great, don't get me wrong. But apparently they used the uh, the Forza team gave them their um, their ocean and water mechanics. Uh, okay, I, I, got I heard that somewhere. But yeah, that's what's strange to me is that the water looks so beautiful and yet everything else is cartoon graphics. But I'm not complaining. I really like the game, so... Cool. Well, at least it got your seal of approval. It'll be one to look forward to then. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm hoping you guys like it. Honestly, I I, I really hope that um, I can I can yank people I know, such as you, away <laughs> from the battlefields and the battlefronts to play this game, even though it's a little bit more simplistic, a little bit less, you know, hardcore gaming compared so, to. So, do they have vaults, or do you bury treasure, or? They, I'm sorry, what? So how do you, like, like wealth, is it just on your person, or do you, like, have to bury your treasure or go to a city and go to a vault? Well, there, there's, um, and this is all freely available, too. There's outposts that uh, you turn your treasure in. Okay. And then there's also bars and stuff in those outposts, so you can, like, drink, do all that kind of stuff. Socialize. But, I mean, <laughs> and, and, and you guys can see any of that stuff in all their all their YouTube clips that are freely available. So I'm not spilling <laughs> any beans. You're also assuming that a lot of people, someone from Rare is going to listen to this podcast and try to come after you. I don't think we have that big of an audience. I'm doing it more out of out of humor now. Not okay. Out of 
Just don't I mean, mention I w- my gamer tag. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine if you want to cover your own ass. I, I fully support that. That's fine. Well, I mean, I can't even think of something that I've even seen that I would even spill the beans on, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I, I don't. They haven't really shown anything new to the Alpha players that they haven't shown. So. Fair enough. I really, I think the big secret is the lack of, the lack of stuff to the game. I don't. This game is probably, the mechanics wise, is probably ninety percent done. As far as, as uh, story and content, it's like five percent done. Oh yeah. So, and mean, this it, is this is supposed to get a Christmas release, huh? No, it's supposed to be spring now. Oh, they re- I delayed it until twenty eighteen. Yeah, didn't I was that. disappointed. It was supposed to be spring this year, so I guess right. it really fell behind. Well, if they mean if they need that much story content or some some sort of event to keep people yeah. playing, I guess they still have to try to craft that. And so, stuff, so you said this is the rare publisher. Yep, uh, this is a first party the, title. Then the the these are the guys that did what 007 and Perfect Dark and stuff, right? Correct. Yep. yep. And originally Donkey Kong, Banjo Kazooie. Yep. Which I was extremely disappointed that nothing was announced. <laughs> Was there supposed to be? Because that was the first I've heard no, of a new Banjo-Kazooie game. There was not supposed to be anything, but people were... Like, some of the rare devs were tweeting in rhymes, and it really sounded a lot like what you'd expect, like the the, the witch character talking. So, I was pretty disappointed. I, I really thought maybe something would slip in that, hey, by the way, we don't have anything to show you yet, but yeah, Banjo-Kazooie's coming eventually. <laughs> but we got nothing, so... So other Microsoft things. I mean, uh, Minecraft getting uh, uh, some shaders and some uh, 4K upgrade on the Xbox One X. And it looks yeah, like and... you can actually cross-play with Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and how cool is that? That's pretty cool. I think that's one of the very Not few only... times that consoles can actually play with each other. Well, occasionally consoles like Xbox can play with PC and PlayStation can play with PC, but yeah, I think, to my knowledge, it's the first cross-platform between two consoles, two consoles right? that is, has been in the works, so that's actually pretty cool. Not that I, you know, I can't imagine people, well, I guess Minecraft maybe has a different demographic. I was going to say, I can't imagine people from Xbox actively trying to look for people on the Nintendo Switch to play with. Well, I think it's cool that the, uh, I mean, Minecraft's been a tablet game for a while now. It's been on phones, it's been on tablets. Um, it's kind of cool that Switch is getting it right away, and also that it's going to work with the existing ecosystem of Xbox. Um, I can hear the thunder over your over yeah. Your thing. That was a big <laughs> that was a big crack. So um, it, it'd be pretty neat though. It looks like you can log in with your Xbox Live ID. So. Um, you'll be able to carry your achievements over to the Switch version as well, and anything you unlock there will unlock on your Xbox Live account as an achievement. Yeah, because I, as we know, Nintendo has no achievements. So. Right. I, I don't. I don't understand the the 4K necessity for Minecraft. Yeah. I mean, it just well, <laughs> that that type of here's the thing. Like, um, it's not graphic intense. Do you play? Do you ever play Minecraft? Yeah. On Xbox One? The farther you can see, and the clearer you can see out that distance, the better. Now, if you have more pixels, you can make out, say, a creeper or something from farther out than you could um, with just a 1080p. Okay. So, I've actually tried it, because I have... um, I hooked my computer up, and I I was able to run it at, like, 20 frames a second. Um, 
at 4K, and it was actually pretty neat. Um, you'd be able to see very far, uh, but the distance, the the viewing distance is actually pretty crappy on PC, no matter how far you take it out, even with mods. So it'd be interesting to see if the Xbox One X can really turn it up and have a, a, a distance, uh, like a visible distance, way out, even farther than the PC at 32 chunks. So... I don't know. I, I don't really play the the Windows 10 version or the Xbox One version that often. If I do play Minecraft, it's it's the Java version. Um, my friend runs a server that uh, it's it's like the version that you can actually do mods and things on okay. the PC. Uh, anything else for Microsoft to catch you guys' attention? Um, State of Decay looked pretty nice, but is that an exclusive? Uh, that's a good question. It might be. Because I feel like most of the game, mo- the majority of the games, I feel like they were showing were exclusives to Microsoft. Yeah, it's yeah, Xbox One and Windows Ten exclusive. Okay. Yeah, because I don't remember it popping up in anybody else's uh, conferences or briefings or anything. So I don't. Uh, I don't think I knew about State of Decay One. So. Yeah, I think that's been out for a couple years now. Yeah, it never was real popular or anything. Um, but it looks like almost everybody's got. A similar game on the opposite side of Nintendo and Sony, or um, right. Microsoft and Sony. Yeah. So like we've got State of Decay on Xbox, and then Sony's got Days Gone. Yeah, everybody's got their zombie survival. Yeah. Type game. We got two pirate games. Arg. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to do it twice? Because we t- we said two pirates. Arg. <laughs> <laughs> um. I know they played it at, at the Xbox conference, and I, I know it popped up at Ubisoft and stuff too. But what do you guys think of Assassin's Creed Origins? Does anybody have you guys played the other Assassin's Creed games at all? I've played a few, um, but I never never completed them. Um, I, they, yeah, they just never hold on interest for me. Okay. Yeah, in fact, I mean, the whole like coded memory thing or whatever, I, I just never get past that. And any time <laughs> I try playing these things, so I I have no idea. The first time I played, I was like, "What is this?" I had no idea. I thought Assassin's Creed was just about some guy that was an assassin. I mean, that's you the focus for creed. me. Like the the whole like modern setting, tapping into someone's memories, things. That's sort of interesting, but that's not why I play it. I play it to be the assassin and, and doing yeah. shit like that. So, but I mean, that just threw me off on the one. Um, I played I played Rogue and I played uh, the other one. That's uh, the other one where you can be a pirate. Arg. Black Flag. Yeah, Black Flag. Yeah, yeah. I've played some of them. Romano's the the Assassin's Creed uh, junkie out of all of us. I think. I mean, they're great played... looking games. Uh, yeah, and they're pretty expansive, but it's just I don't yeah, know. I think... I think they've kind of fallen as far as popularity go. I think I think Romano's played them all, so I think he's he's probably the one to talk to about this game. I think he he seemed like he was pretty excited the little bit I talked to him about it. I don't know how I feel about the ancient Egypt setting. I don't know if I like going that far back in the past. I really want to play Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which is the last one they did, which was like Industrial Revolution London. Yeah. Um, I thought that, that one looked pretty actually good. pretty cool, and I never got around to playing that. It's what it's on. I never heard anything else about it after it got released. I mean, yeah, if, if, I, that's I the thing about Assassin's Creed. Unless it has game-breaking bugs, you hear nothing about it after <laughs> Yeah, you hear more about the bad games than do the good games anymore. Yep. So the one in, in France, the one in Paris or whatever. Yeah, I, I think mean, it was Assassin's Unity. Creed Unity. Yeah, yeah, that one was buggy as shit. And and you still hear about it. I mean, people still make fun of it. So I mean, I almost forgot that the syndicate even occurred. Yeah. So. 
So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've heard good things about that one. I guess we'll see what Origins does. I don't know if I'll get that one. I might just, I mean, considering I haven't got Syndicate yet and it's been out for a year or so, I don't, I don't know about, if I'll uh, jump on Origins. Yeah, and the movie fell kind of flat for me, too. So, I just, it's that, that IP just really isn't doing anything for me. Yeah, I think the annual releases are starting to hurt it. Like, just take a step back, take a break. I think I think you'll be better off for it. Yeah, it's not like a football game or a basketball game. Yeah. Where you kind of have to have something new every year. Um, all right, so I'm going to try to get us moving because I didn't realize the time, and I feel like we're going to we're gonna lose Andy in like 40 minutes. And I still oh, okay. feel like we got like... Well, real quick, Forza 7 is going to be 4K. On oh, that's right. That's what, Yeah, that's one I forgot to mention, too. That's another big one from Microsoft. 60 FPS. Yeah, that's the one that seems, I feel like they built it specifically to take advantage of the Xbox yeah. One X. I mean, that's the thing. You have a first-party studio that has the ability to create a specific engine, a game engine that can that can run on this specific hardware. You're going to get 4K 60 FPS. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not that impressed, but I don't play Forza, so I'm not really sure. Yeah, Is that if just I go like for dr- the Xbox version of Gran Turismo? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's their that's their driving simulation game and not the arcade driving game. Okay. Um, so, which I I have a hard time getting into simulation games because that's too real for me. I just want to drive really fast and like brake really hard and be able to make the turn. But those games, I just slide into the wall. Yep, I wrecked within two seconds of starting those games. Yeah, so it's it could be it, it looks beautiful. It looks really really pretty. The weather effects and everything look awesome for that game that they showed. But just not I feel like in my wheelhouse for me. Um, all right, so the next conference we had was Bethesda, and honestly, I didn't watch this one or see what was revealed from Bethesda, so I don't know if you guys did or if there's anything there worth talking about. Um, the VR stuff. Uh, which VR stuff? What did, what did they reveal or talk about? They revealed uh, Doom VR, and I believe they also, if they didn't reveal it, they um, uh, rumored to have it. Uh um, Fallout VR. Okay, is that for PlayStation, Oculus, uh, just whatever? I or? would guess or Windows. Okay. Well, did I mean? Did you watch any of that stuff? Does it look good? I didn't watch it, but I, I can't imagine. I mean, Doom's pretty cool. I can't imagine putting a VR thing on <laughs> and trying yeah, to I fight mean, some of those demons and stuff. Doom's yeah. pretty you, that'd intense. Be pretty intense. Uh, Jeff, did you see anything from Bethesda? Anything stand out to you? Well, they, they've got Skyrim on the Switch, and it's going to have the ability to dress up as Link. Oh, okay. Um, yay. Oh, uh, <laughs> it looks like Skyrim will be a PlayStation VR, too. Oh, yeah, they did announce that at uh, Sony's conference. Now, that might actually be pretty cool. But I was talking um, to... Who was I? I was talking to uh, Becky, who was on last week, um, texting a little bit about it, E3. And she was jokingly talking about how she really wants another Elder Scrolls game, but all they keep doing is releasing remakes and remasters for Skyrim. Right. So, of course, I had to text her when Sony announced that Skyrim was coming to PlayStation VR, because I was like, look, you're not getting a new Elder Scrolls game, you're getting the same one again. <laughs> so, she got well, to that out. They did announce that they're working on Elder Scrolls Six, but that it's a very, very long way away. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. So... And surprisingly, the uh, Wolfenstein series is still going. Yeah, yeah I feel like, like that uh, last one they did actually got some pretty good reviews and seemed like people liked it. I haven't played it, but... Yeah. It seems like I it's watched... going like the Man in High ca- Castle kind of style. 
where it's like a what if the Germans won kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. Um, I watched uh, my roommate play it. it. It looked pretty fun. The the first one. Yeah. For PS4, but I don't know. I I kind of stopped playing the Wolfenstein series after it was like the first 3D. <laughs> The shareware well, yeah, version shooter, yeah. Yeah, we did Wolfenstein on PC, and then we went to, like, Doom and Unreal and stuff like that, and right. never really went back to Wolfenstein. Um, yeah, anything, I mean, nothing for me stood out for Bethesda again, because I didn't really watch it or, or check to see what they did, so anything uh, else from you guys that stood out? Looks like they announced okay. another Dishonored game and The Evil Within 2. I know The Evil Within was a popular game, but I didn't play it. Yeah, I never even got into Dishonored too. I've heard good things about that series. Um, Jeff, anything else from you? I don't think so. I don't see anything else on my list here. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to move us right along to Ubisoft, which years past, uh, Ubisoft, I feel like, has been noted for having some really weird fucking press conferences. Like, they, they, they bring out some weird shit. Every time just dance comes on, they have to have some sort of weird dance number or concert with some random person, which they did. In this one, which I guess still wasn't as bad as some of the years past. Um, I think in the first time in the last two or three years, the, this one was not hosted by Aisha Tyler. And I think it benefited from it. I think she she's a little bit out there for hosting one of these conferences. Um, so I don't know. What did you guys, anything from Ubisoft that you guys saw that thought was interesting? <laughs> that goofy monkey game, the, the uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, see, I, that's one that I never played the first one, but I know a lot of yeah. people love that game. But you know what? I mean, it was all a CGI trailer, but that's a pretty cool world for a setting for a game. Yeah, yeah. I was impressed. I, I, if if the game's anything remotely similar to that, that'll be neat. So yeah, I wonder if you have to play the first one to try to jump into the second one because the, the yeah, like you said, I'm that trailer sure. for the second one caught my attention. Is it available on anything that I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a 360 game. It might be available for backwards compatibility. Hmm. Um, the thing that struck me about the Ubisoft uh, conference was that really odd Mario Rabbids thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the Rayman. Like a, or not the Rayman. Was it Rayman? No. Where did the Rabbids come from? I don't Rabbids. fucking know. Yeah, there's some sort of... They spun off from something. I can't remember what it, what franchise it was. But then they started getting their own like weird... Yeah, they have their own game. TV show, and yeah. I mean, just, it looks kind of fun, I don't know. It does, but I just, I don't like the fact that you're taking Mario, one of the most iconic video game characters of all time, and putting him with this creepy-looking, not-talking, ugly-eyed, what-the-fucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, those those rabbits are definitely like they're popular to certain people, probably kids yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, I tried pairing watching them. Yeah, with, they're kind of like Mario. minions in a way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, the minions are so much better though. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be okay if it was Mario and the minions? Yes, but I don't know. I just don't like the crossover. I feel like that's pretty. Team, Brian. <laughs> well, I think you know. I feel like this is a pretty big deal in the fact that Ubisoft and Nintendo are working together for this type of game. Like that seemed like it opened their press conference. Yeah, it's kind of neat. They're farming out Mario. I mean, well, they're doing that. Except this is still an exclusive Switch game, so you can't play it yeah. anywhere else besides the Switch. So, as much as we'd like to see Mario show up on other consoles and sort of make him a third-party thing, uh, it's still exclusive to Nintendo. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, just the collaboration there, I think, is something to be worth noting. 
Um, one at least that I was trying to send Andy about was the uh, the Skull and Bones, the other pirate game that we Arr. said we'd have to talk about. <laughs> which I guess they were saying was I forget I think it was like Ubisoft Montreal was the studio working on it, which they worked uh, on Black Sing- Flag Singapore. Singapore, okay. Um, so yeah, it looks worked. a lot like similar mechanics, um, but it looks like I mean you're not controlling a single player. It seems almost like you're controlling the whole ship. Yeah, I think whoever whoever you are is the one controlling the ship, like the ca- I guess the captain of the ship type of thing. Yeah. Um, but it seems so like the way they were talking, they just took the mechanic that they built for Black Frag and just spun it off into its own game. It does just seem like it. I mean, whenever you have the combat. cannons and everything and the way they, they launch. So, Andy, so, I think this game's right up your alley because we talked about you trying to play Black Flag just because of the pirate aspect of it. Arg, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the, the ship combat looks really pretty awesome the things that i didn't like about it is um the whole um boarding the ship seemed to take about four seconds yeah yeah it's just like okay board the ship uh board the ship's boarding you get this <laughs> that I, I would like to see that kind of um more playable i guess like actually being able to board the ship and maybe some combat there well, I'm curious what like the game's actually going to be about because the only gameplay they showed was a five on five like a PvP match almost, almost. Right, and and I didn't like how um, there were like these unkillable pirate hunter arg um, <laughs> ships that came in <laughs> at the end. Like now. when when the when the timer ran out, that pretty much you had to just like cut bait and run. Yeah, that seemed questionable to me. Yeah, I just I think I, I just trying to imagine playing, oh I don't know, Battlefront, and all of a sudden like Vader and the Emperor come, and you pretty much can't defeat them, and you just have to run away and hope, hope <laughs> you get all your spoils. Still, it just it didn't it didn't seem very uh, likable aspect of the gameplay to me. Okay, so between the two pirate games we're looking at, Arr, Skull and Bones good. and Sea of Thieves, which I, which one are you leaning? I, I I couldn't say I would lean one way or the other. I think Skull and Bones definitely is a prettier game. Okay. I mean, it, it just visually it looked <laughs> really outstanding. Oh, yeah. It looks lifelike. I mean, yeah, it, you see it, the rocks and everything. And yeah, it, unbelievable. It, it, but um, I think the co-op aspect of Sea of Thieves is a little bit uh, more um, endearing to me than... than yeah. I think I'm leaning, obviously I'm leaning towards Sea of Thieves just because I've been excited about it forever, but I mean, I'd rather be a a single character on the screen who has to do tasks on the boat and not somebody who controls the whole boat and everything's scripted. Because it seems like everything's scripted on these boats. You're the controller, you're the captain, you just tell everybody what to do. But in Sea of Thieves, you don't actually have a captain. Everybody has to kind of figure out their role as you go. Right. So it's kind of, I think that's more fun and more realistic in the sense of the gameplay aspect. So I just think it'd be more fun to to be. I think I might need to, and I'm not a big proponent of Assassin's Creed games, but I think <laughs> I might need to play Black Flag to see if I would enjoy Skull and Bones. Uh, yeah, that well, could be a safe bet. It really does look like Black Flag, though. I mean, it really, really does. I think they actually said in the. Um, announcement or the conference that they basically took the engine from black flag and tried to make a like a full-on pirate game yeah because they definitely enjoyed 
they definitely do specifically mention working on Black Flag. So yeah, I think yeah. I think you got Art. the right idea there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So again, like we you know we've been trying to get you to play Black Flag. So I think this could be your. Well, then again, yeah. If you want a sort of a test run, Black Flag might be the way to go. Right. Get your ship and see how you feel about the combat. And if you like that enough to be a full fledged game out of it, then keep your eyes on Skull and Bones. Right. I, I feel like uh, I've heard that you can get to a point where you can pretty much do the naval combat at will anytime you want to in yes. Black Flag, where you don't have to actually play like the Assassin's Creed part of it. So I have to get it to that point, I think. But I, I think I'm going to give it a whirl because this does look interesting to me. Yeah, but Black. It, it does seem like, as far as, as pirate games go right now, though, pirate. I feel like there's not been a lot of talk about Black Flag. In 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 this, even after that's being revealed on here, I feel like the real game that everybody wants is going to be Sea of Thieves. Yeah. But I mean, that remains to be seen. It could be uh, Black this um, Skull and Bones ends up being the real deal. I mean, if it I, is, I might have to get a PlayStation. I mean, I feel like I, they're playing towards different audiences, and I don't think yeah. Skull and Bones they, is maybe, exclusive yeah. to PlayStation. I think because it's Ubisoft. I think, I, I think they went. Yeah, I think you can get that on Xbox One X if really? you want. Yeah. Because it wasn't, guess. it wasn't in the the Sony conference. It was at Ubisoft's conference. Ubisoft's third party, so I think hmm. they they go to both systems. Um, I will probably end up getting both, <laughs> just <laughs> because I'm, you know, arg. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably end up getting both. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll come back to you later and see what you think of uh, both of those. Yeah, we can do like a a pirate game review a what podcast <laughs> arg <laughs> <laughs> i really have to use that for the intro now otherwise people are gonna have no idea what the fuck you're doing well, right. you gotta <laughs> you gotta have me back whenever both these pirate games come out yeah 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 arg <laughs> <laughs> yeah because uh yeah just got the inside scoop so we gotta see how this plays out from him right. being with this game from the beginning um the only other one for me from Ubisoft is I'm a fan of the Far Cry franchise, so Far Cry 5, okay. I think, looks incredible. Yeah, okay. I'm excited. I don't think I've played any of those since we played the multiplayer of the one where you turn into a beast on an island or something. Okay. Yeah, I mean, most of them, the earlier ones were all set on, like, exotic islands and jungles and stuff like that. Right. Far Cry 4 was, like, Himalayan mountains, so that was a little bit different as far as the setting. Um, this one, Far Cry 5, is set in Montana. So that's another change of setting, which I think actually looks really cool and, and definitely different as far as like mountains and jungle. You're just going to be in like the plains of Montana. So that actually looks kind of cool. Um, and you're going to, you have to fight up against like a f- fanatic, like religious cult, which seems interesting. And the one trailer I think they showed talks about like AI controlled allies and possibly even more co-op, which I think they brought into Far Cry 4. Um, you could team up with a friend and do missions and stuff like that. So if they, except it's a little bit restrictive. I think on Far Cry Four you could team up with a with a friend online, except they wouldn't do let you do main story quests together. You could do side missions, but not the main story stuff. So hopefully they give you a little bit more freedom with co op in Far Cry Five. Uh, but still, being able to play with some friends looks cool. And then like you get like a dog companion, I think too. That looked like it would retrieve weapons for you, which looked pretty cool. Ah, dog meat. Yeah, I don't know if the, I don't think that's the name of the dog. No, it's it is in Fallout Four. Oh, I got you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking for Fallout. I'm looking for Far Cry Four uh, in the sale because I want to get 
I'm going to get some Far Cry under my belt because this, this Far Cry 5 is definitely going to be a, a purchase for me. So um, I'm looking to uh, play Far Cry 4 in the meantime because I've never played one. So I really don't no, know not what at all. the mechanics are. Yeah, the uh, it's a it's a big open world. Far Cry Four is actually actually pretty pretty slick. I've I've seen it on sale a couple of times, Jeff, through Xbox. Like I bought the I think it was around Christmas, maybe when they had the real big sale. Um, but I bought the gold edition, I think, or mm-hmm. whatever edition it was that came with all the DLC. It was like twenty four bucks. Yeah, I'm debating on whether I should do um, PC or Xbox for it. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend it. I think they're really fun. There's a lot to do. It'll, it might take you a while if you try to do all the side missions and stuff, too, because there yeah. there's a lot to unlock and, and get I'm through. working my way through the original Red Dead as well, because I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, Red Dead 2. Oh, that's got to be a good, a big, long game to tackle, too. There's always a lot yeah. to do in those Rockstar games. My guy's stuck in Mexico right now. <laughs> um, anything else for you guys from Ubisoft? I saw that they announced or showed more stuff for the South Park game. Oh, it seems right, like right. that's been yeah. an ongoing thing. <laughs> I think that was like did two you, years ago did, they talked about that. Did you guys that. play yeah. the uh, the first one? The Stick of Truth or whatever? Yep. Uh, I've heard really good things about it, but I did not get a chance to play it. Yeah, I have it, and I tried to get into it. It seems almost like it's it's like a, a 2D, um, kind of like a Skyrim almost. Not the complexity and vastness of Skyrim, but in the sense that you go on quests for NPC characters. Yeah, so I heard it was sort of a South Park RPG. Yeah. Which and I think is the, the way this one looks, too. The combat is a little bit annoying, too. It's It's got the the um, turn-based combat. So it's oh, kind of, okay, so it's Final Fantasy type. Yeah. Not the new Final Fantasy, the old Final Fantasy. So, <laughs> I was, I never made it past, like, first probably hour of that game. I feel bad, because I, I I do really like South Park, so kind of torn on the next one. I don't know if I'll buy See, it or not. You have to you have to be pretty patient with it. It sounds like. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot to explore and and there's a lot to loot. I mean, it seems like everywhere you go, everything you can open, you get various loot items and things like that. So um, I'm just not sure if I want to just do a collectathon like game where I have to click all kinds of different things, especially with uh, a controller. Um, I could see with a mouse, maybe I would be a little bit more apt to doing that. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about that game. It look like it looks funny. I just don't know if the gameplay style is for me. Like, well, watching the, the trailers, I think it looks hilarious. Is that Stick of Truth wasn't that funny? So oh, okay. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I mean, I didn't play a ton of it, but I, it didn't. It had a, it had all the South Park characters, and it had you know the occasional stupid joke or something, but it wasn't like you know, leg slapping hilarious or anything like that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, anything else from you guys or we'll move on to Sony. Sony. All right. right, Almost Sony. Um, Sony had, yeah, yeah. That's basically it. Um, uh, but yeah, when I was watching their conference, I was actually a little disappointed with, I think how their event, I thought it was really boring. Um, they just ended up showing like, trailer after trailer they didn't really have a lot of people explain the games and details they could have about put the their games foot on the neck of microsoft and they didn't yeah <laughs> they really they, had everything handed over to them and a lot of stuff i really thought they'd talk about and spend time on like last of us 2 they didn't talk about death stranding was not there the rebooted crash bandicoot was not there 
They did not talk about their exclusive, timed exclusive deals with Call of Duty and Destiny 2. They just showed trailers for both, and that was it. I heard they so didn't I even like, touch Gran Turismo, which is getting yeah. a release later this year. Like I, I felt mean, like they really dropped the ball with what they could have showed and talked about. I feel like Days Gone looked pretty good, um, but it is your standard zombie whatever. But and that's the, the other thing. Even the way the, that the zombies run is kind of cool, though. That is a little bit different. Mechanic. Well, the other thing I just want to add, too, is that the games that looked interesting that I thought, like Days Gone and a few other ones, none of them get like God of War and stuff, too. They're not even released this year. They're all yeah. 2018. So you're getting people hyped for these games that aren't even going to come out this holiday season? Like, that's a strike for me. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Are, are they going to be talking about these games next year because they might get delayed? Right. You know? Yeah. Like, they've been talking about Cuphead how many times? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but this Monster Hunter world, it kind of felt like a, a cheap ripoff of Anthem. Whenever oh, yeah. I thought, you know, <laughs> well, the Monster Hunter uh, franchise, I think, has been around for a while. It's so. been around for yeah. a long time, yeah. But it's it more just doesn't seem as like exciting as Magic and Medieval, though, than than like Anthem is, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just seemed like a world where you hunt all these monsters. And, animals and stuff and it's just yeah that, that, everybody's got the same thing going on well you can tell the audience especially for like the sony games there was a lot more like japanese style anime games than were at like say like microsoft's press conference and stuff like that so they definitely have i think an audience because i don't think microsoft systems sell very well in japan and stuff like that so sony knows their market and wh- who they can sell to and stuff like that so i think they had games tailored to to you know the japanese market and stuff like that um but, you know, just like you guys mentioned, Spider-Man for me was looked fucking incredible. I think that stole the show for Sony. That was the really the only game for me that looked really good for Sony's console. Um, and I know Romano hates me bringing it up because right, I think Eric and I were trying to get him to get an Xbox to play with us for a while. And he traded in his PS4 <laughs> to get an Xbox, which for the record, I never told him to trade in the PS4. I just wanted him to get an Xbox when it was cheap. Um but yeah, he traded in his PS4, and immediately after he did that was right around E3 last year, I think. Uh-huh. So yep. that was when they announced Spider-Man. So he cussed me out for a little while after that. He for, still might be. <laughs> yeah, I, I I sent him or showed him the 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 gameplay video they put out, and I just tried to get him not to hate me. And, you know, it still looks. Yeah, good. I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, it was like eight or nine minutes of some really good looking combat. I think that they did. Oh, um, here it is. I mean, they have some quick time events, which I guess is sort of expected. I'm not real crazy about quick time events in certain yeah, games. Yeah, I don't like that much. But I liked that, like the the way the combat looked and felt. It looked a little bit like uh, Batman: The Arkham Games, the way that combat seemed to work. And then even while he's fighting, you could sort of see the cursor like pop up on different things in the background, like a like a barrel or some sort of crane swing or something. So he can, so Spider Man can like interact with the environment when he's fighting people and like web something to bring into the fight and hit somebody with or something like that. Like all that shit looked really cool. Yeah. I definitely think this looks great. Um, I actually had only watched a little bit of this before, but I'm seeing the actual gameplay here. And this no, you looks pretty it right amazing. Now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty slick. But then they even teased uh, Miles Morales at the end of that. So for Spider-Man fans, that's a little Easter egg out there for you. I don't know what role he'll play in the game, but they got him in there. So, um, oh, you know what? We didn't talk about. I'm really off topic now because we didn't touch on this for the <laughs> Microsoft press conference. But it just 
jogged my memory that we did not cover this, and I just want to get your opinion. Um, Microsoft is extending their backwards compatibility program to include original Xbox games, which I thought was pretty crazy. I don't know how you guys feel about that. So what? Um, so you're saying that you could play um, Morrowind on Xbox One? They haven't announced what games are part of it. The only one they officially said is part of the program is Crimson Skies, which Crimson Skies is a fucking awesome game. Like I'm, I'm actually Pat, my buddy Pat and I were talking about that actually not too long ago. So any excuse to actually boot that game up and still be able to play it, I think is going to be awesome. I'm just a little bit, you know, I I don't know. The thing is, most of the games that were worth um, bringing back or remastering have 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 been brought back or remastered. True. I mean. A lot of people say, oh, that would be great. We can play Halo 2 with System Link. I mean, are they really going to allow Halo 2 to be backwards compatible when the Master Chief Collection exists with right. the full game of Halo 2 on it? And two, do you really even need System Link these days? I mean, everybody says um, to me lately, because a lot of people that I knew in college are saying, "Why not? Like, oh my gosh, we can start playing on um, Team X Link and XB Connect again. Um but I don't think those services are necessary whenever you've got looking for group on oh, yeah. Master Chief's collection. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. Because, I mean, if you want to find random players to play with you, you could advertise on there and you can get a weird game mode. So yeah. I don't know if you really need that anymore. Right? That's the thing. And pretty much everybody's got that game now. So I don't really know how to feel about it because I can't really think of any games specifically that I played on the Xbox that that were so out of this world good that I want to play them again. I mean, maybe Fusion Frenzy, the original. Um, <laughs> maybe I, I played this Ninja Turtles game that I really liked. Um, but okay. that's not that's not internet capable. It's it's couch co-op, and right. I never see anybody in real life ever. So <laughs> I'm not really sure, you know, what I would even, what games I would even want to pick up at some thrift store or something, you know? Yeah, I think Crimson Skies for me was enough to get excited for it. I know there was another game or two that I was thinking I had in my collection, but for the life of me, I can't think about what what they are right now. I'd have to dig out all my old Xbox games. Oh, uh, Burnout 3. I would love it if they allowed Burnout 3 to be playable on Xbox One. Cause was I, that the whole crash? Yes, they had the best crash mode ever. Yeah. For I mean, that was back on original Xbox, and it was you could actually play that game on Xbox 360. So I would actually boot that up and play that occasionally. So if they bring that all the way up to Xbox One, you can be damn sure I'll be playing that again at some point. But I think those are the two for me. Crimson Skies and Burnout 3, I think those are the two that I'd I'd be really excited about to play on Xbox One. I don't know, Andy, is there any old Xbox games you can think of that you might be interested to play if they brought them up? Maybe Morrowind. Okay. Did you? Did you, you? I can't remember if you had an actual original I Xbox. Didn't I? Pretty much got all my Xbox experience from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'm trying to remember what the hell we, what I had that we would have played back we then. We played a shit ton of Burnout Three. That so, yeah, I remember that being the party game for a while. Yeah. Like I would, I would just have people over because you could do eight people and you and just I take think, turns. Didn't you have a game called Time Splitters or something that we played a lot of? Oh That's yeah. That's what a lot Time of people Splitters. said too. Yeah. A lot of people said Time Splitters was their game they wanted brought back. That was fun, and even uh, Dead or Alive three, for oh Xbox, yeah, that's, yeah, that was I think the, that uh, is still one of the best fighting games I've ever played. Not a huge fan of the uh, 
3D fighting games. I'm more of like a Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, no yeah. depth. Right, right. Fighter. I think my problem is that um, Xbox was a Halo 2 machine for me. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I can't really think of any games I played because I really didn't. Other than that Ninja Turtle game, that's about it. <laughs> so um, for me, it's not going to really work that well. I mean, it's not going to be exciting for me. But I can see how some people that have some of these old games would definitely want that. I mean, I think it's cool that Microsoft's always pushing the limit, always trying to trying to offer more options for people. Where it feels it feels like Sony's always trying to take things away. Same with Nintendo. They're always trying to take things away and block you from doing it. Or make you own the same game on every console you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like not everything should be a sales opportunity. And I, I think it's cool that Microsoft is like, hey, you know, the more crap we offer these people, they might buy our system. So. <laughs> well it just makes me feel better being sort of the hoarder that I am and keeping all these old games that are just sort of collecting dust. Now I have a reason to bring them back out and don't have yeah. to buy them again. I'm Even though I could probably annoyed. find them for like five bucks somewhere, but still. I'm still annoyed that that uh that little mini battlefield game, Battlefield nineteen forty three. They never uh, brought yeah, that yeah. from three sixty up to uh Xbox One. That was a great game. I mean you, yeah. there were only four maps or whatever, but it was fun as hell. And uh I don't see why they don't do that, because if you boot up a three sixty right now, they still have servers. So it's kinda strange that they wouldn't make that one of the backwards compatible games for three sixty. Huh. I guess they have enough other Battlefield games out there. They want people to buy those and not the older yeah, ones. I'd rebuy it, honestly. If they, <laughs> if they told me I had to buy it again, I would. You got that game free if you bought one of the other Battlefields, though, right? I don't like, know. It was $15. There was like a package or something. Yeah, it was right. a cheaper arcade game at the yeah. time. I think it came out. Because it was multiplayer only and only... I mean, that's how you sell a multiplayer only game. Come on. EA knows the, the, the way to do it. And they, <laughs> they put out Battlefront. Battlefront should have been probably $30, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, all right, I know I sidetracked us from Sony into Xbox, but I'm going to bring us back down to Sony again. Uh, you can just reorder besides... it and post. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else besides uh, Spider-Man that caught on to you guys from Sony's conference? Um, well, I said Days Gone for sure. I was excited, but um, everything else is kind of whatever. I never played Shadow of the Colossus, so I don't even know anything about that. Yeah, I know they were... they got a lot of hype for making what like an hd remake or, or like a proper hd remake to that game or something like that but yeah yeah that, that's one of those games that is considered classic everybody loves it but i never played it and never really saw the appeal so i never i never went for it but i know there's an audience for it so i guess we'll see how it sells yeah looks like they're gonna do a expansion for horizon hero dawn which is a pretty big deal i guess because pretty big big game this past year I feel like that's expected. That's one of their bigger titles that seem to get a lot of hype and reviewed really well. Yeah, and then it looks like Uncharted gets a little mini. I don't know if it's an add-on or if it's just a mini game. Yeah, it seems the, uh, to be story mode. Yeah, it seems to be their own their own thing. Yeah, I'm not actually, I'm not sure now if it's a separate game or an add-on to Uncharted Four. But I've been trying to avoid it only because I'm afraid that that story might contain spoilers for Uncharted Four, and I don't have a PS4 to play Uncharted Four, so <laughs> I'm still. Trying to get there because that that is one title I def, definitely still want to get into and play because I I love that series the Uncharted series is one of my favorites, but I still can't justify buying a PS4 just to play Uncharted. Um, I know God of War is another big one. I don't know if you guys ever played the God of War franchise at all. I tried to play it. It just that that type of game really doesn't have much replayability for me. Okay. Jeff, did you ever get into God of War? No, no, I never had it. Yeah, that's another one for me that I 
I guess more because I was leaning towards Microsoft and Xbox. I never got into a lot of the PS, like the PlayStation exclusives, like God of War. I never played. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I know there's an audience for it. I know people are looking forward to it. It looks graphically, it looks really cool. Um, I'm curious to see how the mechanics work if you're trolling around with your, I guess, Kratos's son for this story. Um, and the boss monster battles always look crazy as hell. So I'm I'm sure that looks it's going to be cool. But again, that's another one. Yeah. That, it's a big release for them, and they pushed it until 2018. So I, I don't even remember what they showed that's actually coming out this year. Because I don't, I don't think there was too much there that I, I felt like I got excited about. Because Spider-Man's 2018, God of War's 2018, um, Days Gone's 2018. I don't know. Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, I, I feel like everything fun's been pushed back. Um, yeah. And everything that I was kind of half and half on buying is, is earlier, actually. <laughs> Well, I guess they don't need to really like Sony's the one that like they're not their back is not against the wall. They're still selling the most systems every month. They're still making yeah. money off the PS4, so I don't think they're too worried about their game lineup and what they have and coming. They've been able to make Battlefront look like it's an exclusive, even though it isn't. Yeah. So yeah. they're pretty happy with that because they like they can't even advertise that it is on Xbox One. So I yeah, you get every commercial you see the has the so PlayStation poor. logo on it before it shows any type of gameplay or commercial or anything. So. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, that's I a good know. tactic for them, but I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes good business sense. But, but I mean, it looks Xbox like this fall. Boys. This fall, it's basically going to be um, what Far Cry Five and Battlefront and Call of Duty World War Two, right? And then, Destiny's in September too. Yeah, well, I that's one thing I don't play. So, <laughs> well, I know that's going to be big. I, I'm definitely going to get Destiny too. I think I'm, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I mean that and Battlefront. Those are the those are the two that I'm I'm really hyped about. Huh. Um, I don't know. Anything? Final thoughts for Sony? We'll try to cover Nintendo real quick before Andy's got a skedaddle. Skedaddle. Nothing. All right. Uh, last one. We'll talk about Nintendo. Um, I mean they don't. I think traditionally... the most exciting thing was Kirby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, did they did they, did I miss Kirby? I don't remember seeing Kirby. Yeah, there's a Kirby game coming in two, 2018. For the Switch or like 3DS or something? For the Switch. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess traditionally Nintendo doesn't really do like a conference. They they sort of just do their own type of briefing online, it seemed like. They were just showing gameplay, I think, in the trailers Yeah, and they and had stuff. some sit-downs with some people for like the new uh, Yoshi. They had this girl playing it. it was okay. Pretty cool. Um, I think Yoshi looks great, honestly. I, I'm, I'm excited for it, but it looks like it's not going to be 2018 as well. So. All right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I was still trying to catch up on Nintendo videos prior to doing the the show, so I didn't. I know I didn't watch enough. Yeah, I watched it's a little bit of a bit Wooly World. Audio. It's like it's like Yoshi's Papercraft World. Oh, okay. So it looks neat. Um, I'm just not sure if I would buy a Switch for it. Um, I know my wife might be interested in Yoshi. She lo- she loves Yoshi's Island and stuff like that. So yeah. But I mean, the thing is, what annoys me is there's no backwards compatibility kind of stuff going on. So, I mean, if I could promise her that she could play this new Yoshi and the original Yoshi's Island, we could probably get a Switch and she would probably play with it. But Yeah, I haven't heard... I mean, the Switch those... has been out for a while, and I haven't heard too many, like, killer apps for it. The only thing everybody seems to talk about is Zelda. Zelda seems to be awesome right. for that system. Yeah. But well, you got that... the new uh, Mario Odyssey coming out. So, I mean, that could be the new additional killer app. 
Which that thing, like I watched the trailer for that. That just looks kind of weird. Like being able to inhabit the body of enemies and, and yes. do stuff. Like I, I don't know. That's exactly how I feel. And I think it was. Uh, I don't know if it was The Verge or Kotaku. They had an article about that and just how weird it actually is. If you really <laughs> think about how. I mean, he takes control of of like a human being, man, in yeah. one part in that trailer, yeah. and it's just super creepy because I don't think the dude comes back. I think he dies. <laughs> so it's like. You know, this is like a really so, morbid game. So is, is it kind of like the ending of The Matrix where he jumps into yeah. Agent Smith? And, and you know what? Sudden... I saw that joke a bunch of places where <laughs> they had a scene from The Matrix where the guy takes over the guy that's the helicopter pilot. He's kind of struggling in the in the cockpit. Yeah. And then he turns into Smith, but he's got the hat with the two eyes on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me, Mario. And they, they said that too. That's why he says that so much, because he takes control of you. Uh, but, it all makes yeah, sense I, now. I think it just seems really odd, and I don't know if I can get past that gameplay mechanic. <laughs> Invader of the Body Snatchers, but with Mario. Mm-hmm. And I think I think one of the biggest things I didn't like from the trailer was the um, actual singing in the song. Like that just oh, yeah, doesn't jive with song. me with Nintendo. I mean, they've never had any actual lyrics to a song. You need nothing special for a Mario trailer. Just yeah. play the fucking Mario Brothers theme song. You need you no voice at all. I mean. The creepiest thing I remember, I, when I had a Wii and I'd play um, Mario Kart, if you played as just, a, like, you know, your avatar, yeah, they had, like, this goofy voice that was like, hey, oh, <laughs> you know, it was, like, so creepy. So, I mean, I, I just don't think that the, the only human being character, and I'm putting my fingers up for quotes, should be Mario, honestly. Like, Luigi. That, Luigi. You're not even going to give it to Luigi. Well, he's not in he's not in a Mario game, so I mean, unless it's Luigi's Mansion or something like that. <laughs> you always got to have the sidekick. Luigi shows yeah, up at some point. I'm just saying, like, it, like we don't need. I don't know. It, it, the game seems so odd to me. I don't know if I can get past it. Yeah, it's not like I see Zelda and I think I want to play that. That looks like a Zelda game. It's also open world. I want to play that thing. I see this and I'm like, well, I, what even is this? <laughs> <laughs> Right when you think it looks really good, like Mario 64, he starts jumping into people's bodies, and you're like, nope, that's not not what I thought it was. <laughs> uh, Andy, before you go, anything stuck out to you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's new, uh, what, Metroid for 3 Oh, they did, they did for, announce uh, two Metroid games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 3DS game, and then Metroid Prime 4, which... I watched the trailer for Prime 4 thinking they'd show some gameplay. They didn't. It was basically just a title reveal. So I don't know yeah. how much they have for that one. Or Were you guys a big Metroid fans? Um, I played it. I, I wouldn't say I was really much of a fan. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the series. I remember playing it for, like, Nintendo and Super Nintendo. I never actually played any of the Prime games for, what, GameCube were they on? Yes. Yeah, I, I had a chance to play it on GameCube a bit. It seemed very lonely. Almost like some of the worst parts of Halo, where you, you never ran into anybody for like an hour. Yeah. I don't know. It's strange. Okay. Yeah, I never, again, that was one I never really got into. I, But again, I know there's people that like that that are out there, so I'm sure yeah. Metroid Prime 4 got people excited. And look like we got uh, another cross-play game, uh, Rocket League. We'll be, oh, uh, that, that's right. Yeah. able to play Xbox and PC players while you're... While you're playing Rocket League. I love me some Rocket League, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. That would be pretty cool on a mobile device, honestly. I... I I might be interested now with Rocket League on there. Now that I think about it, what for for getting the Switch? Yeah, because that that is the kind of game where you're like, I got an hour to kill. I'll just sit down and play this. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's. Oh, I can't talk enough about Rocket League. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. Any final thoughts for Nintendo? Or I have two sort of real, real quick questions to kind of wrap up, and then we'll see if we're good. Okay. Um, out of all the stuff we talked about, give me your top two or three games that you think you are looking forward to. Uh, we'll just start with Andy. Um. Sea of Thieves. Okay. Skull and Bones. Figures. Art. And, uh, <laughs> oh, what other game looked really good? Sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, I can't come up with it right now. Okay, we'll come back to you for number three. I didn't know there would be a quiz at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff, you got three games you can talk about that you liked? Well, let's just talk about, like, you know, I mean, most of the stuff that I'm excited about was already announced before E3, so okay. I already knew... Gears, uh, I knew that um, Call of Duty World, World War II was coming out. I'm definitely going to be buying that. Um, I already knew Battlefront 2 is coming out. I'm definitely going to be buying that. Oh, Battlefront um, 2. That's it. Jesus. How did I forget that? I'm one? sorry. <laughs> Battlefront 2. <laughs> but, you know, the one thing that did get me excited about PlayStation, which is hard to do, is Days Gone did look really cool to me with, with just the way those zombies moved and everything and how yeah. cool that looked. So, I mean, that if, if I was going to get a PlayStation, I would say that's probably the reason why. Um, it's just for that game, but um, as far as the rest of the stuff for, play, for Sony, I really didn't, didn't see too much. But, I mean, there's a couple interesting things, though, like that, uh, what's it called, the Good and Evil, Beyond, yeah, Beyond, yeah. Good, Beyond and Good and Evil I mean, I didn't even know that series existed, and now I'm looking at it, I'm like, i got to check that out when it comes <laughs> out. But, well, who knows? I mean, it might end up looking really stupid. But yeah, but yeah most of the stuff that I'm excited about, I already knew about Far Cry 5, you know, so I... I don't really know what in particular I saw in this E3 that I that I was even like wowed by. Okay. Um, really, the, the only thing I didn't know going in was going to be the price of the Xbox One X and its name, and yeah. both disappointed me. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then also I wanted to see if these release date, and we didn't get that, and it's also pushed to 2018. So yeah. Overall, I got to say this is a pretty disappointing E3. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Three games for me. Battlefront 2, obviously. Um, Anthem came out of nowhere for me. I love Bioware, and Anthem, I think, looks awesome. And I think I'm just excited to try Battlegrounds for Xbox. I think I think those would probably be my three. Okay. Um, and then just real quick, uh, if you had to pick a winner for E3, who would it be? Whether game or publisher or, you know, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, any one of those. I would, I would say that... Uh... Definitely, I think Sony's current position in the market makes them a winner by default. Um, but as far as E3 goes in in gaining something out of this, I think Microsoft really, um, they had the most mind share, I'd say, just because they released a new console. Um, yeah. New hardware seems like it's always the thing that, that makes everybody talk about you. Right. Um, I think that seeing more details about the Mario game, though, seems like it really made people want to talk about Nintendo, though. So... Um, I would say it was it, it's a it's as close as a three way tie as you can get, but yeah. I think Microsoft does come out ahead just from having hardware. Okay. I would agree. I would agree. the 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 Xbox One X uh, release announcement probably put um, Microsoft or yeah Microsoft ahead. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm with you guys. I agree. I I if I would pick in someone, I'd hands down say Microsoft. I mentioned how disappointed I was with Sony's press conference which 
years past, I feel like Microsoft comes out of the gate strong, and then like the next night or the, later that night when Sony has their conference, they blow them out of the water. I did not feel that way this year. I got really bored with Sony's conference. I didn't think they showed me anything that, especially anything coming out this year that looked interesting. Um, nothing that made me want to go out and hurry up and buy a PS4, maybe besides Spider-Man, but I still can't, still can't pull the trigger on that. But yeah, I think the Xbox One X is enough to get people hyped. I think it looks good. I'm curious to see how it sells and what the reviews look like once it comes out, but that's definitely one I'll be keeping my eyes on. Um, I don't know. Any final thoughts real quick? Otherwise we're going to wrap up and get Andy, let him go. seems like we're delaying games a lot. That's, that's, that's my one takeaway. Yeah. I'd rather them do that and have it right than release an Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah, but or I mean Batman for PC. Oh uh, yeah, Arkham Knight was real bad on PC when it came yeah. out. Yeah, but I would say maybe they need to start stop like they need to stop uh, announcing stuff so far out in advance. Yeah, maybe that with anything movies, I video games, everything. Yeah, but at least at least with the movie, you you kind of have an excuse because you do have to film the thing and everything. Like games, it's a lot less obvious when, when there's a delay that you see a benefit from it. Oh yeah, when there's a um, three to five year development cycle and stuff for games, you can't predict yeah. that far in the future when you're going to release. Just wait till it's done and tell us it's coming. Yeah. Like those guys making Cuphead, I mean they needed the money from what Kickstarter. So, th- I mean that makes sense, but as far as Sea of Thieves, I'm, I'm kind of really annoyed that I've known about this for so long. Because <laughs> yeah. I think I would have been a lot more excited if I found out about this in the fall when it came out in the spring. Right. Yeah, yeah. if they could hush up some of these announcements and then, like, announce it, like, months before these things exist, you know, I think that yep. uh, I think it would be a step in the right direction for all of us gamers. Well, at the yeah. same time, I think that's how they generate hype for their studios. Like, if they come to the stockholders and say, this is what we're working on, this is what we want to market, and this is what we want to push, that entitles them to finish the game. If they just work on this stuff in secret and no one thinks, like, no one knows what people are going to think about a game until it's released... And it could hit or miss. It's you know I feel like you'd have a lot more studios going under that way. They release a game that flops because no one knows about it and no one's looking forward to it. Generating that hype, I think, helps developers finish their games. That's that's my takeaway anyway. Yeah, nobody wants to be No Man's Sky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. That sea of Thieves might end up being No Man's Sea. Oh, I hope. Uh, not. I still want to try No Man's Sky though. <laughs> Well, you're the one with the PS4. Go for yeah. it. Um, all right, so that's where we'll wrap up. I actually think it was a pretty successful E3 podcast. I think we did a pretty good job this time. So kudos to you guys for st- for sticking it out, and I think we had a good time. Uh, right. So if you enjoyed the show, uh, please stop by iTunes, leave us five-star rating and review. Uh, be sure to share, subscribe, favorite the show, wherever you decide to listen to us at. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Search for Bright Guy and Super Friends or go to facebook.com slash Friends. And one last time, if you want to send us some questions, comments, topics, even if not for the 100th, just in general, uh, you can, you know, shoot us something on the Facebook page, email us, braggysuperfriends at gmail.com or on Twitter at bgsuperfriends. All of that stuff will work. And that's about it for us. On behalf of Andy, Jeff, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect ending.